0: Downright, downright down, 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 right, un-American. No patriot. I'll tell you something. tell you something. I'll tell, tell you something. Downright, 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 un
1: American. Ain't nobody got time for that. It's
0: all about the money. Anti-American. anti-American. They want the want, money. It something. doesn't have anything to do with patriotism. Anti-American. Patriotism. Anti-American. They were like. Death. i right.
2: tell you something. And un-American tell you something. Un-American. American American treasonous. Period. Yeah, I guess why not?
0: It, it doesn't have anything to do with patriotism. Downright. Anti-American. They want the money to. I'll tell you something Anti-American. I'll tell you something. Anti-American. Un-American. I'll tell you something. I mean they certainly I'll tell you something.
3: Didn't seem to love our country very Got
0: much. Right, un-American.
1: Welcome to another episode of Un-American, the show about traitors, turncoats, and treasonous where no fraud or grifter is safe. I am Brandon, and I am joined today by Franklin and Jim. How are you doing today, Frank? I'm doing amazing, Brandon. It's like the, the universe heard that
4: we like officially ended summer because the temperature finally broke, oh, and I man. no longer have to fear the sun. There is there's there's yes. one day during the year that switches where I like I go outside to have a cigarette and I like I beat it to the nearest shade and then the one day I walk outside and I'm freezing and I'm like oh where's the sunlight I'm gonna stand in the sunlight yeah and that is yeah. rare for a ginger to
1: ever say fair <laughs> fair enough um, it has been uh, like ridiculously nice for the last few days yeah um, I'm, it won't I know I it won't it. last looking at the the radar
4: but I'm oh, I'm enjoying it I, not right now I, in a studio <laughs> I thrive in like.
5: 40s and 50s like like high 40s low 50s that's too damn cool uh, well but I, I figured out why because i've always wondered like as a midwesterner <laughs> you just why, spend years in afghanistan why, and you're well, like fuck
4: this yeah, yeah maybe
5: but also uh i'm like 25 percent scandinavian according to 23 and me
1: so you're there you're like you're ready for it that's yeah. why you like hockey too right? yeah, probably <laughs> probably um how are you doing jim uh not bad, uh kind of surprisingly,
5: uh, so like every one of my equal peers at my work is talking about finding new jobs for various reasons, so I'm gonna be like the only one left there <laughs> at, at my <laughs> oh, pay man. grade uh but so, like. I'm, I'm having, like, the moment and of the, the meme of the dog sitting at the, the kitchen table when the kitchen's on fire and just saying, this is fine.
4: Because I'm just
1: <laughs> in, like, a random good mood. Are you Marjorie Taylor greening us right now? Just bringing <laughs> no. m- memes in here? It's a, I, I it's necessarily... a fairly innocuous well, meme. Well, <laughs> I noticed he did print that meme off on our tab, so... That's
5: true. The show
1: paid for it. Right. <laughs> your your Patreon donations paid for that. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's
5: that's false. And now don't you don't believe them. Now ask <laughs> your
1: intern to leave, please, <laughs> while we record the the rest of this episode. But yeah, no,
5: just a random, no reason, good mood today. Well, good. That those are those, I love those days. Those are the best. Yeah. Yeah. those are the best ones. Um, listen to like the music that you listened to in high
4: school. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> those, doing a lot of that. I yeah, I have a little bit as well too a lot of
4: slipknot for some reason
1: (laughs) (laughs) um i'm doing pretty well too uh i've got this chris jericho aew action figure just came in the mail today um i was able to snake uh a bid on ebay um and i'm this was when when aew uh first launched its toy line like this was the one that i wanted um and like haven't been able to find it anywhere so i'm super excited about that um and uh so for another reason too th- that's go-
4: probably chris jericho's like that's- most expensive outfit he ever wore no, no right? shit right he really does outdo himself every is that Isn't the like- uh, is that the bubbly outfit that he wore that uh,
1: it's around that time period so that I gotta say I
5: love his character in AEW because WWE he was always like the one getting shit on yeah
1: yeah, no, he's he's a, the best
4: at evolving. He though, he, and, he is and staying current. Is that the first toy they've released of Jericho, or is that the? Uh... I
1: believe that is. There's a couple. Okay. There's, th- that's actually the best one though. That's the like he's got the uh, the leather jacket with the spikes on it, very like Kiss esque jacket, right? Um, and yep. then the scarf and the fedora or whatever. I like that is the action figure that came with the most shit. Right, um, there's yeah. another one where I think he's wearing like a bandana and has a microphone or something, but like that, that was the one that I wanted. Your That's collection like a is, uh, hat. like yeah. a wide brim duster. Hat. Yeah. It does look, yeah.
4: And your collection is almost complete
1: now. I think I don't have very much left to
4: get no, in terms of like at least getting one of every good person yeah, you want. I
1: think that I'm like, if I were to finish the entire line, I only, I have less than a handful left, like five or six. Kazarian.
4: Maybe? I know you have Kazarian and you have, um.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, I've got the. I got. I, I ended up winning. Scorpio Sky, you don't have? I ended up winning the bids for the Lucha Bros, too, both of them. Uh, so those are on their way. I might steal that Penta. Penta's oh, the one spe- I want. Speaking
5: like. of Lucha Bros, I started watching. Uh, uh, I got halfway through Nacho Libre the other day. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, this is my first watch through, and I got to say, I don't know why I never watched
4: it. Oh, I do funny. So I've good. never That's watched it either. I should watch that. It's really it's funny. Ja- funny. It's uh, in, yeah. in terms of Jack Black. It's one of his best, I think. So my
1: d- life is the bay. The uh, <laughs> it's, can...
4: it's a little cultural appropriation. You see a white guy yeah. playing a Spanish, a, a yeah. Mexican
1: guy, but. Um all right. Well, with that out of the way, we're going to talk about Afghanistan again. All right. Uh yeah, we're f- en- enough fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're finally gonna round this out somewhat though. Um would like we're gonna we're gonna at least finish the timeline. Um and uh so we're gonna be more current on this episode. Uh but before we do that, I just wanna take a moment to say that if you like the show and you wanna support what we're doing, you can head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash unamerican and become a paid uh, Patreon, Patriot today, bonus content is available there as well as merch and all kinds of cool stuff. And actually, uh, if you do sign up for the Patreon page, what we you're gonna have access to episodes a day early. Uh, normally, the episodes come out on Friday, um, with the exception of the last one because it was super duper long and editing took a long time. <laughs> um, but uh, so we're gonna start putting the episodes up on the Patreon page um, or on that feed on Thursdays. Um, and then you'll have access to that bonus feed as well. And, uh, the cool thing about the Patreon is that you can, uh, donate once. Um and then cancel that shit and yep. you will have you'll still access.
4: get that RSS feed it never goes away yeah
1: you'll have access to that feed forever so and all you of should the actually message content.
4: us when you do it and say like fuck you ha 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 <laughs> like, <laughs> rub it in our <laughs> face <laughs> that we only got a dollar right. for all this hard work
1: um so uh, I think it's three to get the feed but but it's a one time thing uh you don't have to keep doing it so there it's is less that. than the cost yeah. of like saving a, a puppy in those Sarah McLaughlin <laughs> commercials yeah true that uh so we do obviously and of course appreciate your support of our show we we do that's how jim prints out his memes (laughs) yes (laughs) that's not true that's true That intern, though, better not be up there when we when we take a break, when we take a smoke break <laughs> in here because I am not paying uh, by You by don't the pay hour. interns. That, oh, that's true. So, some people
4: that's a grandiose idea. Which is why I'm curious because Jim like, uh, like sent us an
1: invoice. But he, <laughs> we, I know you don't pay him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So quote unquote room and board. Right. Yeah, we're we're I feel like we're getting uh, bent over on this. With that, uh <laughs> Check out this Freudian slip,
2: President. How serious was the corruption among the Afghanistan government to this mission failing there?
0: Well, first of all, the mission hasn't failed
4: yet. Well,
0: hmm.
4: <laughs> key <laughs> oh, word. That's, a, that's not a good way to yet. phrase that.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So Unless the next line is it will without your support. What there are two corrections I want to make one from the second episode and one from the first episode and if you caught any more feel free to write us angry shit about that. I know the first episode um, one. The first episode uh, I said that Barbara Lee was no longer in Congress. Uh, she was the one uh, member of Congress that voted against the author- the War Authorization Act. Uh, she is still a member of Congress. Yeah. In her like. Uh, what term is it, like fourth or
4: fifth i mean yeah, 12 no 12 she's been in there a while she's been in there for yeah.
1: a while yeah and then the uh the second thing um is not it, it wasn't uh correction that was an untruth uh, we talked at the end of the last episode about how the trump administration had made a deal with the uh afghanis uh, or with the Taliban to get the troops out by I believe it was uh, January fifteenth or something like that, like five. Right, right. I, I think that May. was May. Yeah, it's yeah. May fifteenth or something. But it would have been
4: already passed by the time Biden started getting flagged. Right
1: at the end of the episode, I believe I don't think that I said May though. Like I'm almost positive that I, because that is correct that there were more negotiations and it did get moved to May but there was right. a clip that we played uh with Shepard Smith I believe at the end of the last episode where we got off on this uh on the point that uh that the one of the original dates that was up in the air was, in January, shortly before Biden would take the, the Oval Office. office. And, so, and then like, he got pushed back. Cause I remember, yeah. yeah,
4: thinking, like, I wonder if that was because he just assumed he would get a second term or was he trying to slide it unbe- in before he lost
1: power? Right. So, But I, I just know that we talked about it for a few minutes, so I wanted to make sure, because when we start out here, uh, we're going to listen to some of Biden's uh, speeches um, about the withdrawal from Afghanistan, and he's going to talk about May. So I wanted to make sure that we clarified how we ended the last episode, uh, at least the best yeah. of my So that was something he inherited also, with the May deadline. Just
5: as, like, before we move away from our corrections here, as, as listeners, if you find anything that is wrong, feel free to email us. We
4: would love Actually, to hear it. We we'll would love can, to address you it. Actually, you can tweet at uh, realunamericanj.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, well, not me. <laughs> just, just, just Jim. How about at the pod? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, at unamerican. <laughs> at Real Un-American. Um All right. So I'm going to read from, a, uh, from an article. It, it's from factcheck.org. Um, but they're like, which is not typically a source that I would be like, but it's a fucking timeline and it's all, it's all there. Um, so I'm just going to go kind of through the timeline of the early part of 2021 for a couple minutes. And then we will get into, the actual decision to uh withdraw us from afghanistan um so this article is timeline of u.s withdrawal from afghanistan key decisions by two administrations determined to end america's longest war um and this was august 17th 2021 february 3rd uh Afghanistan, the Afghanistan Study Group, which was created by Congress in December 2019 and charged with making policy recommendations for a peaceful transition in Afghanistan, releases a report recommending changes to the agreement with the Taliban. The most important revision is to ensure that a complete withdrawal of U.S. troops is based on not is based not on an inflexible timeline, but on all parties fulfilling their commitments, including the Taliban making good on its promise to contain terrorist groups and reduce violence against the Afghan people um and make and make compromises to uh, achieve political settlement um seems like they were right for
4: suggesting that considering that it's exactly what happened once we started evacuating without that agreement in place right um, like they like everyone realized that was the tool <laughs> they were going to use to make it uh not advantageous for us and to make it as hard for us to withdraw as
1: possible right Um, We'll jump forward about a month to March 7th. Uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken tells Afghanistan President Ashara uh, Ghani uh, that despite future U.S. financial assistance, he is, quote, concerned that the security situation will worsen and the Taliban could make rapid uh, territorial gains, end quote, Um, On March 25th, General Richard Clark, commander of the U.S. Special Operations Command, tells the Senate Armed Services Committee that, quote, it is clear that the Taliban have not upheld what they said they would do to reduce uh, the violence. While they have not attacked U.S. forces, it is clear that that they took a deliberate approach and increased their violence since the peace accords were signed, end quote. Um, On that same day during a press conference at the White House, Biden says, quote, it's going to be hard to meet the May 1st deadline in just terms of tactical reasons. It's hard to get those troops out. End quote. He assures that if we leave, we're going to do so in a safe and orderly way. Um, that was a quote too. Uh without committing to a pullout date. Biden says, quote, it is not my intention to stay there for a long time. But the question is, how and in what circumstances do we meet that agreement that was made by President Trump to leave under a deal that looks like it's not being a, that looks like it's not being able to be worked out to begin with? How is that done? But we are not staying a long time. End quote. So
5: uh, my first take. On May 1st, as well as when we actually got out of there in August of this year. Um, why didn't we wait until the winter? Because everybody that's ever been to Afghanistan knows that the Taliban disappears when it gets cold. Because they can't operate in the mountains in the cold. They don't have any sort of cold weather gear or transportation like we do. That's a good it's, point. It's always been that way from the beginning of this war. That's they good. do
1: not operate in the cold, not at the same capacity. That's going to come back up because when we start listening to a couple of his speeches uh, in a few minutes, he does he does talk about the spring fighting season. Like what? Um, it, what is
5: four more months? Why didn't we wait until
1: you yeah. know December? Yeah, that's that's well. I true. think
4: part of the reason is Trump got the ball rolling, and I and I know because he originally before the May deadline won in January before Biden took over. So I think that was kind of him hedging his bet of, like, if he did lose. Well, he clearly clearly uh, didn't
5: start setting that up.
4: Well, yeah, and and obviously, but I think it would have been better considering all the stories I've read about the Taliban seizing our weapons and everything we left behind that we obviously didn't prepare enough. We were so concerned with getting human life. Might we
5: we suggest that he was distracted?
4: Oh, totally. (laughs) But, but like, that distraction is going to cost us millions in weaponry and stuff that is going to directly go to fight going to fight us you which know?
1: to be fair like we understand that the that the distraction is the global pandemic that was also fucked from the I was time talk, that, I was talking about the big lie
4: like Trump being oh, distracted and not yeah, withdrawing okay. in January. oh certainly I mean, there, yeah, I mean there's I was, any number of distractions yeah. we also have we have infrastructure going on we have like Uh, COVID relief stuff that was
1: trying to be passed.
4: Like, everyone was, was, you know,
1: distracted. Well, and even Biden, to some extent, too, once he came in. Like, it's a a big order to,
5: like... Like, if January didn't happen, we absolutely should have waited until December or January of next year. Yeah. December this year or January next year. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like that.
5: Not only does that give everybody more time, because I have questions on that, too. Like, if we started the announcement in April, what was it, April 1st? That it was like, hey, we're
1: leaving. Um, It was actually uh, April 14th. That's going to be my next next bit that I read. Well,
5: sorry to get a little bit ahead of you, but like, hey, we're leaving. There's what? From April to August is four months. But but that gives you time to get like. (laughs)
4: <laughs> to get your extra guns out, get, like don't get leave, don't leave stuff behind. Rolling. Yeah, you well, can like, also get behind, so get the people the, out. of The that vast majority you.
5: of everything seized was what was given to the Afghan National Army and the National Police. Yeah, we can't exactly just take that back.
4: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, Although America is really good about
1: taking stuff back that we gave, like we're
6: eh. yeah.
1: All right, let me get to April 14th saying, quote, it is time to end the forever war. And, quote, Biden announces that all troops will be removed from Afghanistan by September 11th. In a speech explaining the decision, Biden says he became convinced after a trip to Afghanistan in 2008 that, quote, more and endless American military military force could not create or sustain a durable Afghan government. End quote. Biden says the U.S. achieved its initial and primary objective, quote, to ensure Afghanistan would not be used as a base from which to attack our homeland again, and that our reasons for remaining in, Af- in Afghanistan become are becoming increasingly unclear, end quote. Uh, Biden says he inherited diplomatic a diplomatic agreement between the U.S. and the Taliban that all U.S. forces would be out by May 1st. Quote, is perhaps not what I would have negotiated myself, but it was an agreement made by the United States government, and that means something. End quote. Um, Biden said, adding that the final troop withdrawal would begin on May 1st. Quote, we will not conduct a hasty rush to exit. End Wait. quote. Uh- we're not going to conduct it. That's two weeks, or
4: like, isn't it? Like, yeah, from start to finish? Yeah. We are certainly going to conduct a hasty retreat because yeah. there's no other way to evacuate thousands of people in that short I mean, amount of time. They're running.
5: So, the, the big planes that you see doing all the evacuations are C 17s. They were running C 17 crews to the point of exhaustion, like past what normal, like under. Under normal standard operating procedures, you can only do like twelve hours. And whenever supposed you're supposed to get around, yeah. Whenever you are around aviation at all, even if you're just working on anything that has to anything involved in aviation, you have to be twelve hours. Yeah, you have, you have to, have to be to within, sleep. Yeah,
4: it's like truckers. You you can't risk it. It's not it's not like written you, in law. You but, are right though that they yeah. they they completely rushed, and I'm sure part of it. He, Biden is probably correct. He inherited a large portion of this oh, from yeah. Bush, from Obama, from Trump. Right. Uh, well, and that does suck, but at the same time, he, he needs to be honest that, like, you can't don't lie that. and say we're going to get it all done. We're, you can't we say didn't. that
5: he really inherited it from Obama. He was there for the ride.
4: Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know how much the vice president has, a, a, like, how much he really could Although, have. Although, as convinced. we'll
1: find out later in this episode, uh, Biden and Obama did not see eye to eye on the wars in the middle east like they didn't
4: see a eye -eye on a lot from what i've heard but then biden is always like kind of toe
1: the line guy so he's not gonna he didn't cause waves which we'll we'll talk about that later because we'll i have another article that we'll uh that we'll go to for that um i'm gonna jump uh uh, about a month to may 18th in a house hearing on u.s policy in afghanistan uh zalmay uh, kalazade the U.S. Special Representative for Afghanistan Reconciliation downplays the prospect of a swift Taliban takeover when U.S. forces leave. Quote, if they, Taliban, pursue, in, in my judgment, a military victory, it will result in a long war because Afghan security forces will fight. Other Afghans will fight. Neighbors will come to support the different forces, Khalizad says. Man, that did not happen. Later, Khalizad added, "I personally believe that the statements that the Afghan forces will disintegrate and that and the Talibs will take over in short order are mistaken. The real choices of that the real choices that the Afghans will face is between long war and negotiated settlement."
4: Hmm. Yeah, there's
1: no history of that era being okay with a long war, right?
4: Right. It's <laughs> not like something that they're like. What's his definition of law? Right. And you have to figure, like, like, like if a, you're a, a kid, of if you're, like, how many people do we know? Like, I don't know about, like, Jim, but I work with a bunch of people who were born in 1997, 1998. They don't oh, remember yeah. 9-11. It's the same thing in, in Iraq and Afghanistan, especially Afghanistan. There are people, a lot of people, a large portion of that population who were born that don't know anything except the American, well, uh, you know, like uh, – the Americans being there, like they, uh, they don't know anything except right. this like unstable government. The majority of the last
5: Marines to die were, you know, twenty twenty
4: two. Right. Um, on, Baby, babies
5: and toddlers. We've had are now like 11.
4: we have had people now who've died who were so young that they weren't born when the initial con- when nine eleven happened. Right. They're just thinking the year like yeah because they they would have been in their late twenties or their twenties now. We uh, Eight, certainly 18. someone yeah, yeah, yeah. certainly yeah. someone that young had probably side of this. Uh, I'm sure you could find
1: one last year. On uh, July 6th, the U.S. military confirms that it is pulled out of Bagram Airfield, its largest airfield in Afghanistan, as the final withdrawal nears. Um, what day? That was July 6th. Mm. Yeah. So our- that that probably should have been the
5: last place we we. Left. I was thinking, why were ba- Bagram, why were we getting out of the biggest I've, airfield? I've been first? to Bagram. Bagram was pretty solid. Like, that should have been the last place he left.
1: We, uh, so our first clip, set of clips, is going to come from two days after <clears> that <throat> withdrawal, uh, from that airfield, um, from July 8th. He gave a speech, and this was, uh, a while ago, about a month ago or so, we did an episode of TDAP. Um, and Jim, you made, uh, you made a point that has stuck with me and has kind of become the foundation of what my, uh, my biggest angst with biden over the afghanistan um timeline is and it comes from uh this speech so we're going to go ahead and get into this speech and just kind of listen to um bits and pieces of it and we will discuss what we hear this is the moment though that like that is my biggest frustration with this entire process from the biden administration
3: (laughs) Mr. President, some, some Vietnamese veterans see echoes of their experience in this withdrawal in Afghanistan. Do you see any parallels between this withdrawal and what happened in Vietnam with some people feeling?
0: None whatsoever. (laughs) Zero. What you had is you had entire brigades breaking through the gates of our embassy, six, if I'm not mistaken. The Taliban is not the South the North Vietnamese Army. They're not they're not remotely comparable in terms of capability. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of a embassy in the, of the United States from Afghanistan. It is not at all comfortable. Yeah, well,
5: see. Capability has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Well,
0: and that's not – yeah, it
4: wasn't our people. Whenever, but I,
5: whenever you do not have a large force sitting in place, it doesn't take brigades to make it look bad. Right, right. Like a platoon worth of well, guys, which is about 40 – you could sh- have, could have made it look bad and that's probably well, the number and, the number of Taliban in the area whenever the Chinook helicopter was lifting our embassy folks off of the roof and yeah. i
4: don't know exactly what date this was set on versus what date i saw the twitter video of afghans fucking <laughs> hanging on the wheels of planes that were taking off and right. falling to their death Right. Like yeah. that is, I don't know if that had happened yet when he said this. It had, or,
1: okay, so this is egg on his face. Yeah, this right. is this is uh, a couple of weeks. So actually, this is a full month. But like, and yeah, those, so, and those, anybody who's studied so this, history this knows is, that was, this is Vietnam only more so in yeah. that
5: sense because the the civilians were so fully dependent on us that they were willing to try to ride the landing gear all the way home. Yeah, or all the way out of the and, country.
4: And I will say, like anybody who's taken a, a basic. American history class has seen those those pictures of uh, of Vietnam or exit of leaving people in the embassy. They're heartbreaking. Yeah, there's a couple of pictures the the monk on fire, the guy getting shot in the head. There's a couple of pictures out of the Vietnam era that are just like that that really codify what we went through. No, but those that video of people hanging onto a plane so desperate to get away like that is ju- just as bad. Man. No
1: responsible leader, just from a purely strategic standpoint should guarantee that everything is going to go smooth. Like, yeah, no. you can say it. You can say it's going to go smooth, and you can say it with conviction. It's Don't flat, it's, fucking it's guarantee it. It straight
5: up is not going to. Like, no. if, if there is no victory terms in place when you are leaving a country – there is going to be casualties. Well, and it's, there is
1: no way around it. Seems you like can't avoid it. For a guy who like does have like a history in dealing with like Afghanistan on like foreign policy no, he issues. he was
5: in
4: Congress he, during Vietnam. Right, like he he he's old enough to remember that clearly. Just That's seemed, when he started his it career. It seems
1: like a ridiculous misunderstanding of like what you're dealing with here. Like to say to guarantee that the that the uh, group that Every time anyone leaves, is not gonna come back. Like that's just a bad play. Like somebody no. should that, have fucking been in your ear, being like, "Don't, don't say that." And obviously, one like, and, and
4: obviously, he was prepped on this.
1: There's no way his and like yeah. I'm
4: not saying Biden is senile, but there's no way his response was that measured to that comparison. That is a really good comparison for, by that reporter. To say that, like a yeah, lot of like, Vietnam veterans are that, seeing parallels, that re- that the reporter way that
5: reporters said what everyone else was thinking, exactly, well, and, you know? and and, and it,
4: Biden responded too quickly. But I don't think he's uh, he like he should have been more honest and be like, look, this is yeah, going to be a messy withdrawal. Yeah. we should have never been here in the first place. We we're like, I I just kind of like I wish the way that Trump sometimes was just honest, Biden would just be honest. Yeah, just be like, look, this sucks. Don't, it's going to hurt to rip the bandaid off, but we have to do it
1: because we respect that shit more like all of us like even even his critics will like respect that shit more because like dude just don't plain speaking is better than than hiding it in a bunch of lawyer bs yeah like 100 so he can i've got more from this uh from this press conference
0: there is uh in afghanistan um and all parties there's been corruption the question is can there be an agreement on unity of purpose what is the objective for example it started off there were going to be negotiations between the taliban and the afghan national security forces and the afghan government that that didn't come to didn't come to fruition so the question now is where do they go from here that the jury is still out but the likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely.
5: Well, omit the word highly or omit the two words highly unlikely because that's exactly what happened. Just highly and yeah. it's likely. Yeah. And then now what we're going to see over the next 10 to 20 years, people are those who can are going to leave that country in droves.
1: Yeah.
4: And and let's be honest, they have to. Yeah. If they, they spent tw- if their to. family spent 20 years working with the US, that, the people there are not going to forget that they're going it's a small enough country they're going they're not going to be able to hide their safety is going to depend on getting out and starting somewhere else yep yeah there are very few situations like our not that the post civil war era in our country was bloodless a lot of people died but it was relatively bloodless compared to what most countries go through when one side finally takes over yeah. usually there's a purge and a lot of people die and get killed or run out of the country and that's what we're experiencing here yeah well we're about to Or we really have like, been we've seen, i mean i've yeah. seen a bunch of like people uh countries taking people in which is good for them if they had any involvement at all in afghanistan they have a responsibility to take refugees now yeah
1: yeah i no, i agree with that 100 yes
6: ma'am, yes, ma'am. will the united
3: states be responsible for the loss of afghan civilian lives that could happen after no.
0: the military exit no 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 it's up to the people of Afghanistan to decide on what government they want, not us to impose the government on them. No country's ever been able to do that. Keep in mind, as a student of history, as I'm sure you are, never has Afghanistan been a united country. Not in all of its history. Not in all of its history.
1: It's so weird because he's not wrong. Like. He's not wrong, but his response
5: lacks empathy. 100%. Because we, we're culpable, man. We've been there for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And That's, the, the,
4: he's not wrong in the second half. They've never been stable. He is definitely the, wrong in the first half, the, that we bear the responsibility for what's the happening The only there. thing that we did differently
5: than the Russians whenever we left is we didn't blanket the entire country with mines. Right, right.
1: Um, Which is we, we really didn't, we didn't. That's leave a small millions, victory.
5: <laughs> yeah, we didn't leave millions of mines. We for left, the children to get we ma- have left mangled so with. many
4: children and innocent people dead because from drone strikes. It's really not that that different. well. And then like leaving now and the Taliban taking back over the country, like
5: all of it's just all of the women and and children, especially
1: the daughters. Like it's gonna it's gonna be terrible, yeah. isn't it, it? Like weird though that in the, within the same. Uh, press conference within the same few minutes of of answering questions um he guarantees that we a he says that the taliban takeover uh is highly unlikely he guarantees that we won't see images like we saw in saigon um And then goes on to say that, like, never in its history has it been... Like, if you don't understand that about the history, then how are you fucking... Like, you're making the wrong decision. Like, you're at least, from an optics standpoint, you're saying the wrong things... Well, especially. Like, te- it comes back to that whole just like tell, us, how just tell us the science. truth. Yeah, yeah. To, to scream at the like, reporter, no, yeah.
4: no, no. Like, yeah. no,
1: yes, 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 we are responsible. You, it we seemed, should feel bad. It seems like he's trying to have it both ways, where he's trying to be the grown up who rips the band aid off. So, but he's yeah. also like, but don't blame me for the he's, pain that he's like. He's
4: also trying to kiss it better, like the adult, like the, that parent. Yeah. Like, like, like the, you can't be both parents. The, the only Come way
5: on. that things would have remained okay is if we would have kept a force exactly the size, which. Uh, former President Trump had it down to oh, 2,400? 2,500. 2,500. Yeah. Uh, we, would, we would have had to keep that presence there for the foreseeable future. Right. And people have made comparisons to, like, post-war Germany, how we had uh, U.S. troops in Germany post-World War II. We still have it's troops like, in well, Germany. yes. But it's not the same thing. No, not at all. Post-World War II, Germany is not the same thing as Afghanistan, not even in the closest bit. Like, right.
4: Although, I mean, I would say that maybe that's a goal we should be shooting for. I mean, Germany's not a perfect place, but they're better off now than they were. Like, I don't know if Afghanistan is going to be in that place culture, in 40 years. The culture mm-hmm. is
5: so different that you absolutely cannot nation build in that place. That's, I mean, it's yeah. true. I, I, that's, again, like... Like, our presence <laughs> there forever would be counterinsurgency. It's not right. going to be like, oh, we're just here to keep the peace.
4: This is why I wish you were up there talking to the reporter instead of Biden, because <laughs> Biden gets flustered. You would just be I, like... Hey, I don't want to do sucks. I didn't start this, but like, <laughs> goddamn it, we have to do this, or it's gonna only be worse. Like right.
5: I, I, I seek out low stress jobs on purpose. <laughs> well, <laughs> you
4: understand. You would just have like a, like two beers, one in each hand. I'm <laughs> like, fuck you. Let me explain this.
5: I'm just here
1: <laughs> to tell you what you need to hear. Don't question me. <laughs> what you need to hear is mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs>
6: a mission accomplished moment what is
1: it no there's no
0: mission accomplished how
3: would you describe it? the mission was accomplished
0: in that we get a scott osama bin laden and terrorism is not emanating from that part of i
1: mean that's a like that's a well-practiced line
4: yeah um, but, i don't and know and it would have been
1: effective if we would have left in
4: 2012 right yeah. also how but do you define terrorism years later yeah because if you define terrorism as as someone killing americans like they most definitely participate in terrorism, right? Like on American soil, maybe.
1: Yeah, I think what he, I think the the point that he would try to sell as a politician is that like we went there for Osama bin Laden, we eradicated Al Qaeda. Man, I never uh, watched
5: this press conference. This is terrible.
1: Uh, yeah, this yeah. is a rough one. And this is in July, before the real mess happens. Oh, man. Um, and, like, this is all foreshadowing for what hasn't happened yet, but what we understand has well, yeah, happened. Yeah, we have not like, seen those Twitter videos of people hanging yeah, off airplanes it, yet. Yeah, I,
5: I got to say one thing, as far as this press conference is concerned. Why have we not figured out yet that, like, they need to make a turn order for reporters because at the, the end the of every answer, question, yeah, they yeah. just, they just sh-
4: start yeah. shouting, Mr. President, "Mr. President, Mr. Can President, Mr. President." Can we not like, have a bingo ball yeah. thing where you like the seat number? There's no, a sure. thing underneath, yeah. and like- it's
1: not—it's—it's it's easier for our our audience because I take the time to like turn those yells down. But for us in this room, like it's just screaming yeah. Yeah, you, in these headphones. You waste <laughs> about
5: ten seconds between every time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But you Biden's know, getting tired. It is ready for his nap. Fuck,
4: it is weird. <laughs> We've been a country for what, like fucking two hundred something years, and we still haven't figured out a better system for asking questions than shout and raise your hand and be yeah. loud. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like, you would think that they could just have I a guess schedule that's the American way. or
4: like first come first serve. You whatever chair we start from the, the chair on the right, and we go like zigzag back yeah. and forth, and then like you get a seat and you ask a question.
1: Yeah,
5: we, we run a fantasy hockey league and it's right. significantly
1: this, what, more <laughs> organized. We <What> better <laughs> run than this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, Biden is asked in this press conference in July um, about uh, getting our allies out of Afghanistan. Again, we're listening to this with the knowledge of what happens in the future, but – to remind you that it hasn't happened yet. In real time, it has not happened yet. So here is his explanation, or at least him being asked about um, our, uh, our allies in the region.
6: Mr. President,
3: Mr. President, as you just said in your remarks, are you satisfied with the timeline of relocating Afghan nationals? Is it happening quickly enough to your satisfaction if it may not happen until next month at the end?
0: Much of it's already happened. There's already been people, about 1,000 people, who have gotten on aircraft and come, come to the United States already on commercial aircraft. So, as I said, there's over 2,500 people that, as from January to now, have have gotten the, the, those visas and only half decided that they wanted to leave. The point is that I think the whole process has to be speeded up, period, in terms of being able to get these visas.
5: So, I don't, like... 2,500?
4: That's that's all they could do in eight months. <sighs> right.
0: That seems pitiful. Well, this is also, July. the fact that like this so is seven July.
4: months. Yeah. This is the other part. The fact that like he's the Bidens. Like, well, half of them don't want to leave. Yeah. It's the country they were born in. It's the country they know. It's their fucking home, and they don't want to leave. That's so they're a- gonna risk death. The, and that sucks that that's on us. That's a very American. Yeah, I I've, I've been
5: talking about moving to Canada since high school and I still haven't done it yet. Right. Right. Like that's, that's a very it's not
4: American an easy thing to do. Reaction. To just be like just move. Like well, a bunch of people just came to America. Yeah, but you didn't. You gotta sit your lazy ass down and just be born in a country and like live here. Well,
1: and it seems like that it, it seems very American in the like foam finger kind of way that like, well, we've asked them to come to America, so why wouldn't you just get up and do it? Like, right. <laughs> How a, hard is it to
4: come to another country where you're going to be judged and, like, discriminated against? My we're, God.
1: We're number one. Why are you in the desert? Like, yeah, that's
4: that's another big factor. For have me. you not yeah. seen
1: we – we
4: did the Friends reunion, guys. You know what you get to when you come to America? <laughs> you get HBO. <laughs> anybody get fucking anybody Netflix.
5: that's tan and has a beard, they're like, terrorist. Yeah, right. Shit, <laughs> <yeah>, right. <laughs> did
4: anybody remember post-9-11 when people got strung up in New York for being Muslim or just looking Muslim? I don't even know if they were. Like, it, it's not an easy place to just, like – uproot uh, your entire family if anybody right. was southeast especially Asian if and you Middle have Eastern no money descent. you like like applying for a visa and moving to a new country requires quite a bit of a startup it takes we, a lot of money to move to a we, new state yeah we yeah. couldn't move to illinois without like taking out a, a loan like right jesus christ
1: yeah um yeah i don't know yeah we stay on this same topic for uh for another bite
4: why
3: can't
1: the U.S. evacuate these Afghan translators to the United States to await their visa processing, as some immigrants at the southern border have because been allowed to do? The because law doesn't
0: allow that to happen. And, and that's and, why we're asking the Congress to consider changing the law. But in the meantime, we can guarantee their safety if they wish to leave by taking the third countries and or while the wait is taking place to come to, uh, um, to and hopefully while they're waiting there, to be able to bring them back to the United States, if that's what they choose to do.
4: So uh, I don't mind that last half of
5: that answer. I, I mean, don't that it, any, anybody that was an interpreter at all ever should have been given front-of-the-line passes. Right, for, but there
4: should be a blanket uh, offer. That's for why. All I, of them.
1: That's why I think the first part like, of that comment. You're, it, you're it, a president. Or, you've already and, made executive orders. I think Make Biden, an executive
5: order for all of these interpreters because yeah, they put I mean, their honestly, lives on the line for us. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's a good point. That but is Biden. A good point.
4: But when Biden said that, like, like he kind of was saying, like, you know as well as I do, because all the reporters there know the law, that like well, I am hampered a, by what the law Congress says. does, yeah, right. Like so, like, the, and the, you can hear it the moment he says that, all the reporters die down because they realize I, that's the
5: only good answer. I can tell you right now, like the Republicans are mad at every executive order he signed. But if he would have signed an executive order saying all interpreters have a blanket visa, like, right. nobody and would have honestly, batted
1: an eye on that. I, honestly, I, don't, I, don't I can't know, believe we don't have that since Vietnam. Hold on. I don't Fuck. agree with you because the Congress prior to – I don't know if it was prior to uh, this July um, conference that we're listening to, but when we pulled out of Afghanistan or when we started the withdrawal on August 14th, which we'll, we'll get to in a few minutes um, – at that point, Congress had already voted within the last few weeks, of uh, to like speed up the visa process and like whatever. And there was a shit ton of Trump Republicans that voted against it. Man, like, and you see, oh my God, because you know tribalism. Why
5: not? Yeah, right. Which I think is why. And, the, and the- then they go into the they go into t- on Twitter and they qu- they say crap to their their followers like. Oh, we should have brought those people here.
4: Like you voted is, against it, motherfucker. Exactly, yeah. and that's the reason why the that that, that reporting pool, the reporting, Garbage. the yeah. reporting pool went silent because like the liberals know that he's telling the truth. But what? Even if you're a Fox reporter, what are you gonna say? Like that Biden's not gonna shoot back. Like every one of your senators voted against this. Yeah. When I like I, we all know that I'm hampered by the legal process and the red tape, Although, and that they're using it to their advantage.
1: I do think that 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 to, to Jim's point though, like. Ex- this is an executive order moment. Just do it. Like, right. If the fucking courts are going to challenge it, let the courts challenge it, but at least start getting but f- also, people the fuck out of there in know. the meantime. I know
4: Biden's suffering in the polls right now for whatever the fuck that matters, but like. No one likes Afghanistan being in Afghanistan. If you pull that, it's very unpopular no, amongst it,
1: both parties. I mean, it's one of the things that even when – which we're not going to read any of it because I don't give a shit about Donald Trump's opinion. Um, but Donald Trump has been very vocal since this whole process has gone, and he's been criticizing Biden. Which and is all whatever. hilarious because
5: he wanted to pull out earlier. <laughs> well, ah,
1: and what he yep. has – so the line he has to maintain now is – no, it's good that we left. You just did it wrong, which I think <laughs> I think, though, that the right that, way was to completely negotiate with all the terrorists. I think that <laughs> that's the one thing that almost every American could agree with Trump on is yeah. that, like, yeah, we did need to get out. And we needed this to do it wasn't a, the best way to right. handle and it. And it. it's easy to like we can sit here and, and,
5: all day yes, and say let low-hanging that, that. That right? was right. one sentence and then the rest of his page long letter was terrible. Right. Yeah. Because if Which you ask why him, I'm like, not going to read it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I I'm over I hate I I get really mad when I see uh, The Hill does it a the, lot the, where the, they update his statements and shit. Yeah, and I'm like yeah. dude, will make him irrelevant. I think the rest of his letters are all
5: like the first sentence makes sense and the rest of his letters are always just like, you know, it's the best.
1: It's fantastic. He's he's uh he's like a dog Hill, who sees a squirrel yeah.
4: and and I think the Hill are the only people who are still like subscribed to that from the office like of the his former fucking president. Twitter feed now. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. You yeah. took him off Twitter. One second. <laughs> yeah, it's bullshit. And I actually like the Hill for the most part, but that aggravates yeah. me. Oh, it, the, it pisses like, me off too. Yeah, you know I'm why like, they're doing it? Yeah, you know why? Yeah. Oh yeah, because money. That clickbait. Yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, those are the stories I, I intentionally do not click on though. I like, uh, I don't, like, want to I know don't know mind Trump the Daily Beast anymore. but
4: every once in a while like I don't need the fucking <laughs> the true crime articles where you're just playing on the fact that a white person went missing.
5: Let, let, let me while we're on hating on news outlets, uh, The Wall Street Journal like over the past month executed a paywall. Uh, yeah, oh. I know the
1: that. The Wall
4: Street Journal. Yeah, I know this. They don't Love need you. money. No. Yeah. Um I they literally l- have Wall Street in their name. I was actually
1: Prince. pissed off about that because at the ver- like towards the end of this show uh or this episode, there was something that I was trying to like trace what there-, there was a claim that's made in one of the sound bites and I was trying to trace it and the only place that I could find the the uh like source of information was the wall street journal which a said to me that like if i can't find this in multiple places it's probably a wall street it's a wall street journal thing where they just like went on the attack and shit and like so i need corroborating evidence but it pissed me off because i couldn't i like i'm not paying the wall street journal to read that so i don't know i
4: don't know if this is well known but sometimes if you're using it on your phone at least if you like Whole like long press on an article you can open in secret mode. A lot of times that will get you around the firewall. Wall Street Journal wouldn't, wouldn't sometimes uh, it'll get you around the paywall. Sometimes some of them have better security. There are websites that out there that let you put in a link, like you just copy and paste the, uh, the URL and it will. Get you around a firewall. You know, it uh, doesn't always work, but sometimes I don't, I don't I've used it for the before. I don't
5: know why it's happening, but uh, the New York Times has a paywall, and for some reason, it's not registering on my phone. I can still
1: read a bunch of articles. From yeah, that. see, right. I, especially
4: I, if it's new, it takes them a while to implement it and get around your ad blockers because there's so many. I like, can
1: yeah. I, like I can typically get Wash uh, like Wapo um yeah you know
4: and but like, yeah i can
1: usually get them going into secret or like yeah just do, but like, do new not york, track new york times whatever. i cannot i cannot get uh so let's talk about the sophistication of the taliban uh still in the same press conference for now
3: i wanted to ask with the benefit of hindsight you've spoken to the fact that the taliban are uh, sort of at their militarily strongest point that you've seen in 20 years How do you feel personally about that, with the benefit of hindsight, and all of the dollars and investments and and American troops that were sent there?
0: Relative to the training and capacity of the ANSF and the trained the federal police, they're not even close in terms of their capacity. I was making the point. The point was that here we were. I was — the argument is, well, we could stay because no one was dying. No Americans are being shot, so why leave? once the agreement was made by the last administration we were going to leave by may 1st it was very clear that a taliban that had always been a problem was even a more sophisticated problem than they were than before not more sophisticated than the ansf than government more than they were the point being that it would have increased the prospect that they would have been able to take more lives of Americans if they decided we weren't going to go after them. That was the point I was making. I,
4: what? Okay, I'm... Uh, yeah, so... The, Biden has
0: a Trump problem where anytime
4: he speaks, I just can't follow along because he doesn't He doesn't talk in sentences he, like the rest of us. He
1: was... But that's the thing. He's an odd cadence. What, what you just the reason that that was hard for you is because you were trying to follow along and figure and he out made what no w- sense, right? No, he was trying to talk. That was the Biden way of talking around something. Right. Yeah. And like, which we hear all the time, um, because from the, the every the reporter politician. is a hundred percent. Correct.
4: Biden or like Uncle Joe, you said a couple months ago the Taliban is as strong as ever. Does that mean we wasted billions of dollars in twenty years and countless lives? The, and he's trying to be like, nope. This, but you're, the way what I said was not wrong either. Which is bullshit. Which can't both be true.
1: One of the one of the I liked your analogy earlier of like being playing both parents, good parent, bad parent, and doing the He's trying to kiss the boo boo or whatever. And it and it bothers me that he's doing that because this press conference would be a hundred percent different and like a thousand percent better if he was just like, Yes, yeah, sucks. Like it sucks. What the fuck do you want me to do? Stay well, there right. forever? So like the
5: Yeah. The Taliban sorta gaining a lot of momentum and strength <laughs> in recruiting numbers. Because why?
4: Like the what the propaganda they're able
5: to like and the fact that we're leaving they have no opposition. Well, we announced a year prior that we were going to leave. Why we we invited him to camp. Fucking David again. That does because that gives them power because they have told them we were negotiating with them.
4: They have political advantage. They know by a certain date he is he is bound to do this, and that he is hampered by the Congress. I don't
5: don't even care how good their propaganda is, but if you give them that like leg to stand on, of course their numbers are going to increase.
1: Yeah, like. Well, especially yeah. when, when at the same time that administration, the Trump administration, who made that announcement, is also shrinking your troops in the region down to 2,500. To the if smallest I, number we've seen in years. Yeah, I have learned nothing from
5: the shadiness that is the National Football League, you leave in the middle <laughs> of the night. You pull right. a Baltimore Colts and you leave in the middle of the night to Indianapolis. <laughs> I think it's called a French goodbye. Where you don't. Yeah. <laughs> You
4: give him the Batman. Right. You turn around and talk, and you're gone. So that's what that feels like. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I wish uh, – Brandon, you made a good point that he he's he's trying to kiss the boo-boo when he needs to be the president to stand up there and rip the band-aid off and just be like, look, my poll numbers are sinking. I'm not seeking re-election. I don't care what people think of me. I'm just going to tell you what it is. And uh, and speak more like Trump. I and mean, just be like, yeah, this sucks. I didn't want this. I mean, like, like, go ask Bush. He you does know, interviews still. Go fucking ask him what we should do and see what he says. Because he got us into this mess. When 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 I was over
5: there, they preached all the time OPSEC, which stands for operational security. Uh, like, OPSEC, you don't say any dates over the phone. You don't say any dates on Facebook when you're in the, your little MWR, right. which is your you know, morale, welfare, recreational place where you get a computer and a phone and call home <laughs> or Facebook home or whatever. But we, we didn't talk about dates of, like, helicopter flights, like to and from bases.
4: It's just because so, like, you're putting you, people you, at risk.
5: Uh, if you do, sep- yeah. September
1: 11th, of this year, we're out of this country. What did you think was gonna happen? Yeah, right. I mean, and if it was even if it wasn't the Taliban, it would be someone like it e- would be, even it if would we be were doing re- a
5: gradual drawdown without saying a date. They would be able to say- see that. Yeah, but I guarantee you, their numbers would not have increased as exponentially as they did. No, which
4: I and I'm fine with because we're eventually gonna have to announce. We can't pull everyone out secretly in the middle of the night. Realistically, in a country that's you know yeah, unreasonable, obviously, but at the but- same time, we should have had things in place where we're like, hey, let's get out the translators first because like hey they really helped us out and if we want help in any other country we ever go to war with we're not going to want to let them die so like let's get them out let's get it does,
1: like, it, and that's the craziest while we
4: still have troops trump just took us down to a skeleton crew and then was like all right our guys are going you guys have to sprint toward the finish line you know like and once we're gone we can't help you anymore that's the craziest you, anybody that has seen
5: blackhawk down they basically just said go run the mogadishu mile, mile yeah i mean it's uh, like
1: run your ass out of the city to safety your point that uh the that if we ever want help again we shouldn't let the translators and the people who worked with us die is uh i don't think that that point is talked about enough in the media like we all talk about how bad it is to leave people behind as people but like but there's a, a strategic. There is a
4: strategic yes, and that, like damage even, there. That goes back to Jim's point of like the Taliban's numbers are surging. How many? If if you really wanted to join the Taliban, you couldn't have in the last twenty years. People are joining, so they're not a target, because that's the ruling power now, and it's either get in line or fucking get stepped yeah. on, you know. And the fact that like everybody the, in that country has
5: like like we've said over the past three episodes for. 400 years now, it's been Taliban or die, or there's some sort of a war involving the Taliban, so you can either be the Taliban or the other side. Or, the, or Russia, so, or America, you know, or, you know, yeah, for, blah, 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 what,
4: blah. 30 generations, Yeah, this has been the way? Right, and if, if if you've lived there, and you've had family that's lived there the whole time, you realize, like, well, Russia's like, not oh, coming. back. oh man,
5: here comes another civil right. war. Russia's not yep, coming up. back,
4: the Americans are leaving, the Taliban's taking over, I better align with them, or I'm yeah. pretty much fucked for the next 20 years.
5: Yeah. The U.S. is leaving. Here comes another civil it's war. It's kind of Am like, I going to join the Taliban or am I going right. to join the, the national police? Every 20 years, every generation and, and has to make it, a choice about I imagine what it side. Boiled down,
4: I imagine it boiled down to like a coin flip. Yeah. Because <laughs> I imagine that every 20 years, the next generation, you're a 19-year-old kid and you have to decide what side am I going to join. And that's going to dictate how shitty my future like, is and probably where I live. Right? And then also you
5: get got the fact you're like, you know, if, if the Taliban wins and I'm in the national police, I'm going to die. If I'm on the Taliban and the national police
4: wins, I'm going to jail. My family's going to be all right, though. Yeah. Yeah. Also, this thing about, like, we'll we'll take uh, the translators. I don't know exactly what the law is, but I'm assuming there's a limit of how many family members they can bring with them, which is why I'm assuming half of them won't leave. Mm -hmm. Is because it's a thing of, like, well, if I can't bring my entire family, I'm not going to leave. You know, like I would rather stay and die with them than leave most of them here to an unknown fate that I, you know, have no and control like, over.
5: I could. This I is could this totally is not a. Would you by like, no like, means? I like wouldn't a knock. leave if right. I could.
4: If I couldn't bring like forty people with me, I've actually.
5: Yeah. And by no means is it a knock <laughs> to like to say this, but the vast majority of Afghanistan, you know, it's agriculture, and they live in the state of like you know late 1800s, early 1900s American agriculture where, like, each family had, like, 10 to 15 kids to help out on the farm. Right, and most of them... Because uh, that's
4: how you survive. At least when I've read, a lot of Afghanistan families have their grandmother living with them. It's a thing of, like, yeah. y- 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 like multiple generations in the household, which is somewhat unheard of here but not really but it's very standard for other if you countries go, if
5: you go anywhere that is not a first world country that is very much the main staple that right is exactly and that's, how and that's it evolutionary is. we
4: yeah. take care of our elders because that's how we survive as the species
1: that's such uh like so i've had a conversation with my dad uh before but back when shit was getting ridiculous in 2020 and like you could feel the capital attack coming and like just that heightened like separation and anger and like that. All was of yet again another
5: thing that I was like, eh, it's not gonna happen.
1: It right. shouldn't happen either. Yeah. I I remember having I'm really it, bad at looking at warning bells. You're really positive. <laughs> like, you're, you're an optimist. You're Jim. overly that's, optimistic. You like and like and that's why like sometimes I take it with a grain of salt. I'm like, you're really good at, at walking me off a ledge unless I know it's time to jump. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So, uh, but I had this conversation with my dad where I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not dealing with another Trump thing. So like, yay, he's gone and he's leaving and like, whatever. But like, if he runs again, fuck that. I'm not interested. I would rather go to fucking Canada. And, uh, my dad made a similar point to what, to the point you just made Frank, um, where he was like, I wouldn't go. Not unless he was like, I would I understand. Not unless everybody's going to and the not same spot. right yeah he was and like that's not even family if I was yeah. thinking
4: about it, if I really if I if someone if things got so bad here between the two factions left and right that I felt I had to flee the country. The only way I would feel perfectly safe doing it is if I brought you guys with me, and that right. means your families and everyone you love. And it yeah. becomes a yeah, thing you of need like community. You gotta have right. that like sense of so like that I'm, safety not, net. I'm not I'm yeah. not leaving my country when my friends are behind and I don't I can't guarantee they're gonna be safe in their homes. Then we could start
1: a mob in that next country <laughs> right. that we go be to. Beware, Canada! Uh, Canada tried doing oh, that. Okay. <laughs> they, they tried doing that in Canada.
5: It was Montreal
1: specifically. Justin, it didn't work out. I love that
4: Justin Trudeau just won
1: re-election, and we're gonna pop
4: up being like you didn't prepare
1: for us. <laughs> I like to I, I like to imagine that the Canadian. Mob is fucking polite as shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> so and that they hijack like trucks of
4: maple syrup and stuff. <laughs> yeah, fair enough.
5: You fair don't, enough. You're not wrong on that. You're not very far. There off. actually was the, the, a the, giant heist. The, yeah, the, the the maple syrup mafia is a real thing, man.
1: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we digress. <laughs> we, that is uh, the, the, my, that is my fan fiction of a season eight of The Sopranos it's when they, even, they It's go not north. even a
5: fan fiction. No, it's for real. Like the the. the, the the maple syrup mafia is definitely although right. uh, you know Al Capone it's
4: like the Teamsters, but Canada edition. Al Capone got into <laughs> delivering milk in his like right before he went to prison because there was a better profit margin before <laughs> booze. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yes, the milkman. right? Al Capone. A lot of man. a lot of illegal
1: activity just morphs into legal activity. There's not that final line. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back to the timeline uh, from FactCheck.org and just let you know because we've got another speech coming up. Um, we've actually got. Uh, two more pieces that we're going to listen to um but august 6th uh the taliban takes control of its first province uh, the capital of is it nimraz province in afghanistan despite the agreement signed with the u.s um, on August 15th, Taliban fighters enter Afghanistan's capital Kabul, and the Afghan president flees the country. U.S. evacuates diplomats from its heli- uh, from its embassy by helicopter. The uh, exact thing that we were told was the, not the pictures happen. looked really similar. That, uh, I'm wondering uh, almost what, identical. What other like they took them at day, almost, almost the
5: exact same time of day, which is just
1: weird. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. It, the, the the helicopter, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, it was like C O B close business. It's yeah. it's fucking it. shit. Don't change. It was eerily. Um, so here is a piece from uh, August fourteenth. Uh, it was either the fourteenth or the fifteenth, and I'm pretty sure I actually I fucked up here and didn't write it down. So I will put it in the description of the episode. But th- I believe if I, if my memory can. Com- it serves me that this is a bbc piece um but it may not and i might change that in the in the description of the episode anyway this is
2: about the fall of afghanistan afghans are thronging to kabul's airport desperate to get on planes and leave the country at any cost they're scaling the airport's walls this morning rushing in there's no screening no security checks just force of numbers when they do manage to push aboard planes, they're so crowded, pilots won't take off. And no one agrees to disembark. It's all happening just a few hundred yards from the military side of Kabul airport, now separated by a row of barbed wire from the civilian side in chaos. The military side is where the U.S. is staging an elaborate evacuation of American diplomats from the embassy. But even here, Afghans managed to push through, willing to cling onto an aircraft as it took off, rather than stay in Afghanistan.
1: So these were the uh, images that we were talking about earlier. Um, That's really hard to hear, knowing that what we're hearing is
4: essentially three or four. How many people fell to their death? I I don't. Anybody
5: that was on. The there was a couple I know. Anybody that was on the outside of the uh, right, there were there were at yeah. least
4: a couple people on the wheel, and I, and oh, I saw like, some of them jump, and most the, of them were just hanging on. for... There was yeah. like ten.
1: Yeah, there was a lot. Like, mm. and it that was one of c- one of
4: them was a- actually
5: got caught up underneath where the hydraulics crushed them. We were at but, ju- so <laughs> on a C seventeen. The way the landing gear come down is it's like a little compartment that folds out like Lambo doors. Yeah. And
4: like DeLorean door like the yeah. yeah Back to the Future car.
5: And that's what they were sitting on. They were sitting on those doors. And when those doors shut There's nothing to grab onto, right? When those doors yeah. shut, it's a ninety
4: degree with the ground. And it is riveted to perfection. There is no yeah. like there's no grip, there's No hangs to, like, no. This isn't impossible. You're not gonna Tom Cruise it. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah, it, <sighs> it, it, it it was absolutely as chaotic as we were told a month before that it was not going to be yeah. um it like which
4: not that not that it would have helped Biden to get up there and just rip the band-aid off, but like it w- no I mean honestly it would have i mean like, that, like it he, it would have served him better in hindsight his poll numbers would have stayed the same. they still would have been dropping, but like it's the more honest thing to do, yeah. Just it, to, to prepare the people that actually it's pay attention. People can it, respect honesty. And yeah. especially the people that are paying attention to it the most, the people in Afghanistan, who are looking to what Biden says
1: for, like, influence on what they should do. Yeah, speaking of people in Afghanistan.
2: Afghans say the Americans are only focused on getting U.S. citizens out, along with some interpreters. Although tens of thousands of translators still have no U.S. visas, so they, too, are left to the Taliban. The militants took control of Kabul yesterday. We watched them move in. Kabul is falling now. We've just left our office, our longtime home in Afghanistan, and we're heading to a safer location, what we hope will be a safer location. Already we've seen some gunmen who look like Taliban on the streets, and all of the government checkpoints, all the police, all the soldiers, they're gone. Now the Taliban are out in full force. They took over the presidential palace, occupied Kabul's version of the Oval Office. Afghanistan's president fled the country. The Taliban have set up checkpoints across the Afghan capital, and their Islamist rule is already coming back. Taliban don't just control Kabul, but the whole country, and all the weapons the U.S. bought for the Afghan army. There are also reports of atrocities, including abductions, rape, and executions. The militants are much stronger now than 20 years ago when the U.S drove them from power when they sheltered Osama bin Laden as he plotted 9/11. Now the Taliban are back as the U.S leaves Afghanistan gripped by panic and run by extremists. This
5: is everything that we said it was going to be. Yeah, for 20 years we, we killed we killed Taliban, we killed terrorists, but we also killed family members. And everything else that goes with that, I mean, we we took over uh, farmland of farmers that refused to grow anything other than pro, uh, uh, poppy. Like you know, you spend twenty years in a place with these kind of policies. We we've talked about it for
4: two episodes I don't, now. That we're just creating more tariffs. I don't and remember it um, shows. We didn't it talk. Shows. We didn't talk about it on the pod. But it's a it's a very famous quote that. I think it was Colin Powell who was te- advising Bush against going into Iraq. I don't think it was Afghanistan. I think it was Iraq. But the quote was that like if you do this, you will own the Middle East. Whatever that means, whether it's good or bad, but it's probably going to be really bad. And what like 20 I years in it, Afghanistan you have to stay there type thing. Yeah. yeah. Or or if you leave, everything bad that happens is on you because you you know like we got ourselves into this we shot ourselves in the foot so
5: we went in there we do own this mess we we did what we had to do but then when we leave we create this giant void right and it's and it's going to be taken over by something exactly generally not a good thing well and it
4: can either be the south the south korean thing of like uh, something that we kind of sanction and have influence over or the vietnam thing of like our enemies just take it over and we have no say
5: i'm gonna draw a little metaphor here for north korea south korea and it's uh Marvel's like end game, whenever Doctor Strange sees ten thousand outcomes and, and only and only, only one won, good, they they win or it, it's not ten, it's ten, more than ten 000. million yeah. or ten billion. Yeah. Anyway, astronomical odds. Yeah, there is that North there, Korea, South Korea does not happen.
4: And well, same thing with Afghanistan, though. It's not that much of a difference that there's not that many scenarios, there's not that many alternate timelines that you can I can envision as a a wannabe writer that this was going to work out well for us, you know. It, it, Either, like Biden can say all day that we got Bin Laden and we stopped them from uh, which
1: is good but we got him also like right. 10 years after we went there for right him. And, and
4: and for Biden to say that like well this prevented future attacks maybe but also like We've seen in the last twenty years, the bigger threat to our country are internal extremists. And that's
1: not even I so wouldn't like, even say. Should we have even wasted the money? That's not even Biden or Obama's fault, if because like Obama, oh, no. Obama's the one who who takes out Osama bin Laden, right? But well, he was in
4: the, he was in the, the chair when we found him, right? Right. right. It could have been Bush or Trump. It could,
1: yeah. Like at that point, it's like, well, what are you going to not? like you're there like well, you're there you're not planning on leaving afghanistan especially after withdrawing from iraq well and this is the problem with um... this is the the thing you do like you found him go like that is the problem with the the phrase associated forces
4: is that like (laughs) it wasn't just like once you get in the like we didn't write the patriot act with the idea that like once we got osama bin laden we got out because once we yeah. got Osama Bin Laden, that didn't solve anything, and I remember that day clearly. People telling me, and I looked it up, and I was like, "We got him." Nothing changed. Right. No one came home then. You know, like our no. objective didn't change. No, we the tried. War didn't end.
1: And like we talked about, someone it. someone else took over, tried. and it
4: just continued. Uh, but kind I, of like the Fast and the Furious series. Well, <laughs> well, it, it,
1: it's we weren't able to get out for the same reason that we're going to have issues here. Is Either that or we're not. We're just not going to acknowledge them at the same way. But, like, the reason we weren't able to get out – we did withdraw a shit – or we did draw down the amount of troops after Osama bin Laden. But yeah, yeah, ISIS, ISIS became – like, started the, to emerge in the region, and it became a, like, well, we can't fucking leave and let this vacuum that's already happening over here continue to move this way. Which like now it's kind of like again, which is the, which is the we problem. Like un- we understand that there's always when you leave, like you're gonna create a vacuum. B- Biden decided that like, w- like he had to know that. Like we've seen this happen a million times. So Biden's decision was okay, but we have to leave at some point. So just fucking own that. Like that's all right. Yeah. That's you all it is. Just fucking own it. Like rip the Band-Aid off. Yeah. Because, like, f- because I, there don't, were,
5: I don't believe the lie that there was any intelligence anywhere that said that this wasn't going to happen.
1: Yeah, that, the only
5: reason that the Democratic Afghanistan you, government existed was because we were propping we're, it
1: up. We're going to talk about that later because we because he's going to get called out on that. Uh, later um and i have i have pulled a little bit uh, or an article about that too because i had that question too was like was the intelligence (laughs) bad you said or you said i had pulled i thought you were calling up people and be like what (laughs) do you think of this (laughs) no i I had a podcast to record i pulled
5: 247 twitter followers (laughs) that was was a a
1: great image in my mind so we are going to jump now to august 16th Um, and so so two days after, uh, the Taliban had taken, uh, Kabul and Joe Biden, uh, is going to have to address the nation because we've been watching airport chaos and, uh, men with machine guns and the fall of Afghanistan. Like we, we have to deal with it as a country. We need a leader to come explain to us what, uh, the thinking was and so this is his speech uh, his first speech to the nation since the um, Since the, the the fall of Afghanistan.
0: I want to remind everyone how we got here and what America's interests are in Afghanistan We went to Afghanistan almost 20 years ago with clear goals get those who attacked us on September 11 2001 and make sure al-Qaeda could not use Afghanistan as a base from which to attack us again. We did that. We severely degraded al-Qaeda in Afghanistan. We never gave up the hunt for Osama bin Laden and we got him. That was a decade ago.
1: So this is the speech that, uh, just to remind you, this is the speech that he, well, well, I told you that he was responding. he got criticized for this speech because he put uh, a lot of blame on the- The previous administration. He passed the buck, he right? He <laughs> put a lot- No, on the uh, Afghani forces and the Afghani government oh, and Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and you can kind of hear it early on just in his tone um, that he- Like, he's not wrong about what he said. We did go there to, for Osama bin Laden and- um, Al-Qaeda and whatnot, and he even shows, like, a little bit of a frustration there in the, like, that was a decade ago, which kind of goes to your point, Jim, that we should have been doing this in, like, 2012. Um, at, at least start, like, the drawdown. So I get his frustration there, and, like, and I, um but I think that there's, a, I think that there is a way to, um to handle this and like he he may not be doing the the best job at giving an explanation while we're seeing these image these chaotic images play out like no. at the same time and all, all I keep thinking about is like man <laughs> as much as I don't
4: like Beto O'Rourke Tom Cruise, or Tom Cruise, Ted Cruise. (laughs) I don't like either of those. Yeah, but one's way cooler. Yeah, but as as much (laughs) as I don't like those people, like, I can't imagine what this press conference or any press conference would be like if the president wasn't a septuagenarian and 70 fucking years old. Because, like, there's a reason why he's having trouble answering, is because, like, he's in the twilight years. He's almost 90. Yeah, yeah, he's 80 something. He shouldn't be up there doing this.
1: He also has, I think, though, uh, to be fair, um, and not just like I think he has this idea because of his age and because of the generation that he belongs to um that there's a certain presidential way of handling this and so we we can't say that we were wrong because people don't want to hear that we're wrong but we got to say somebody's wrong but we also got to make the hard decision and like I'm. I get all of that. I just think the wrong. Well, I, especially post Trump, we're in a different place now. Where, like, how you can talk to us as, I, as and, the as the fucking people, yeah, yeah. And, as and, the and, citizens. Uh, just like, dude, just tell us, just tell us the way that it is, and we're all. I mean, feeling better.
5: Prior to every speech, he should probably listen to. I want to say Obama just because of how uh, eloquent he was,
4: but, like... Also the youngest president we've had you, in 20 years. You have years. to... <laughs> True. Maybe something to that.
5: You have to be able to... If you're going to... I don't know, man. Just sound better.
4: Right. I also... I don't just know. Just
5: sound better.
1: Listen to Tony fucking Robbins for all I care. <laughs> Which, again, like, I think that as far as, like, it's easy... I understand your sentiment, just just... Sound better, but compared to like Trump or Bush, like he does. Yeah. Like I, I would rather Biden be telling me this shit. And than Trump George just Bush. sounded like an e- egomaniacal and, uh, <laughs> asshole, and then <laughs> right. Bush was
5: like.
4: So Obama, you know, Obama sounded better <laughs> just because the last two decades we haven't had a reasonable sounding president. Right, and I get well, Biden's... Like, ir- ir- regardless, Obama was a great speaker. Yeah, he was. Well, he's a, he is a great public speaker. Um, regardless, though, I get Biden's idea or or. or uh, kind of knee-jerk reaction to blame the Afghani forces, A, they're probably going away. The Taliban's taking over. Yeah. B, we cut ties, so we don't. it's not like we have to work with them again or, like, g- maintain a good relationship. So but, it's easy to cast blame. in a lot of the way that he's going to cast blame on the the former administration without saying Trump, he's going to keep doing that. Well, he says and Trump. And he's not wrong. Right. But they did, they did their bailings. Militarily speaking, right? when
5: you have a force of 300-plus thousand and you lose to a 75,000 force... You fucked up. You done fucked up. You, you I'm going fu- to give you the ESPN
4: and also the, the Biden mashup. Come on, man. Come on, man. What do what the, yeah. the kids say you, you fucked around and found
1: out? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, like, 300
4: plus, 300 plus thousand. What are we doing here? What is going on? Right.
0: Our mission in Afghanistan was never supposed to have been nation building. It was never supposed to be creating a unified, centralized democracy. Our only vital national interest in Afghanistan remains today what it has always been, preventing a terrorist attack on America's homeland. I've argued for many years that our mission should be narrowly focused on counterterrorism, not counterinsurgency or nation-building. That's why I opposed the surge when it was proposed in 2009 when I was vice president. And that's why, as president, I'm adamant we focus on the threats we face today in 2021, not yesterday's threats.
1: Um, so he made the point that he opposed the surge in 2009. And so I wanted to.
4: Uh, I, which, I that, that was
1: when he was vice president.
4: And opposing Obama, I love the way that he will say that he opposed things, but
1: never blame the, or never say well. Technically, Trump or Obama, because that invites a firestorm. Technically, right? it was when he was asked about it, it was October of two thousand nine. Oh that no! Been, he, yeah, no, yeah, he was a he yeah, was They, the would, president. they, they got yeah. in two thousand
4: eight. Vice president. I mean, um, this is... and then they got in in January of two thousand
1: nine. So it'd been their first year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah correct. Um, Biden opposes troop surge, troop surge 2009. Um, This is from The Intercept on April 27th, 2001. Uh, By the time he had become president, Barack Obama's vice president. Joe Biden's commitment to Afghanistan war had cooled. He was one of the most prominent voices in the administration arguing against the scope of the 2009 surge policy that saw tens of thousands of additional U.S. troops sent to Afghanistan at the behest of At the behest of top generals, Biden favored a smaller deployment of troops and the use of drones and special forces raids uh, policy described as counterterrorism plus um, in a short paper authored by Biden that year. Biden wrote the memo to Obama laying out his opposition to full-blown counterinsurgency in Afghanistan. Quote, I do not see how anyone who took part in our discussions could emerge without profound questions about the viability of of counterinsurgency. End quote. Biden wrote, according to journal, journalist Rahiv Chandra uh, Sekaran, um, in his book, Little America, The War Within the war within the war for Afghanistan. Um, He added that Biden was skeptical that the U S had the ability to stand up a serviceable Afghan government in exchange with then U S diplomat Richard Holbrook recorded in Holbrook's diary. Biden reportedly expressed total disillusionment with his previous belief in a us led rebuilding of Afghanistan telling Hellbrook or I'm sorry, Holbrook quote, I am not sending my boy back there to risk his life on behalf of women's rights. Um, It just won't work, and that's not why they're there for. Now, what they're there for? Did he he, he say why they're there for? That that sounds more Biden, honestly. Yeah, it it does. Now, I don't know how much
4: we believe that Biden believes that uh, it's not about (laughs) building a democracy. It's about keeping America safe. Because, like, again, I don't know how likely it was that had we not gone to Afghanistan, we would have had another 9-11. But considering that, like... Saudi Arabia, to my mind, played more of a role in the funding of 9-11 than Afghanistan did. Right. I don't think it kept us very safe for the last 20 years. Considering so, all the biggest massacres we've had have been domestic terrorists. You know, like every... You know? Hindsight,
5: the The best way to have gone about this was would be to just bolster national security. And like... Yeah, nobody really cares for airport security in the current state, but it's necessary. It's a necessary evil, right? It's the only or, way. We, it's the only way we don't have another nine eleven
4: or reasonable border security. You do have to be checking yeah. the people that come in, and you know, have some kind yeah. of a secure so just process. Boost, boost the NSA. And again, like Biden didn't start. I mean, like he did. Did he not initially vote for the war in Afghanistan? If I'm not wrong, or Iraq, one uh, yeah. of the two, yeah, yeah, he did. So he, the only person, he was, shoulders this blame uh, along with uh, everyone Barbara else. Lee. Yeah. Lee, So as much
1: as anybody else, he has to bear responsibility for this. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, bear responsibility for as much as any other president would or congressperson would right. have to. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think that one of the things that we find ourselves doing in the current time, uh, where we are so like tribal tribalistic and shit is that like one of the big arguments from the beginning of this story a couple of months or a month and a half ago was whose fault is it Biden or Trump and like I think that over the last three episodes we've proved that this is much bigger than Biden or Trump like, well and I think honestly like, it's
4: it's everyone's fault except for Barbara Lee and a few Americans that agreed with her and didn't boo and hiss at her and send her hate mm-hmm. mail yeah yep. which was a very small portion of the country yeah you yeah, because we, we had that bloodlust. Yeah, and like, most of us said, like, I don't remember exactly. I'm sure if you would have pulled me at fucking 13 years old, I would have been like, yeah, that was fucked up what I saw. We
0: should go, go, like, fight them. Today, the terrorist threat has metastasized well beyond Afghanistan. Al-Shabaab in Somalia. Al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula. Al-Nusra in Syria. ISIS attempting to create a caliphate in Syria and Iraq and establishing affiliates in multiple countries in Africa and Asia. These threats warrant our attention and our resources. We conduct effective counterterrorism missions against terrorist groups in multiple countries where we don't have permanent military presence. If necessary, we'll do the same in Afghanistan. We've developed counterterrorism over-the-horizon capability. That will allow us to keep our eyes firmly fixed on the direct threats to the United States in the region and act quickly and decisively if needed.
1: So I'm assuming uh, just like the idea that he is putting out there is that, uh, look, if we have to do special forces operations or like CIA missions or whatever.
5: We constantly have a monitoring eye in satellites now. Right. Like you can zoom all the way in to To see a rodent on the ground yeah. with the satellites that we have, uh, so satellites, SF, and drone strikes. Yeah. Now, like if if you have satellite imagery, all the way to being able to see a rodent, you're gonna be able to hit something with a drone that isn't
4: civilian targets. Right, right. One would hope. I also do yeah. think that like I'm curious because he he Biden mentioned that like look we we fight um, all these we fight ISIS we fight other. Terrorist groups without having a permanent uh, base in these countries. Mm-hmm. To which my first thought is then like, all right, then why do we? Why did we have a permanent base when we were fighting the Taliban? Why didn't we fight them in the way we're fighting ISIS or these other terror? Like, why did we get ourselves in this mess? Is the thing he's not
1: addressing, and why did you vote for it? Well. Th- that's a fair question. Why did you vote for it? But like, really it was the,
4: but why is the Taliban different than ISIS? Because, really, truly. B-
1: because Bush and Cheney had friends that wanted right. to make money. But, and that's why, like, that's why that, I wanted like keep digging that, yeah. that hole because you're eventually going to hit gold. Yeah. Because that, that is it. I mean, is the, I don't see another argument for why this fight against the Taliban and terrorism. And like the reason that it's so different is because we are not fighting an enemy, a physical enemy. We, it, it, like it all goes back to that. Once Bush and Cheney changed the game to be, we are going to fight this idea. You never win. And any win associated that. forces with that idea, especially when pretty, you know. we spent half of an episode talking about twenty-two thousand children deaths and two hundred thousand or 40,000, or whatever the numbers where I don't have them in front of just me right now. Ungodly, but fucking civilian high. deaths and shit. Like you're creating, you're perpetuating the idea with every like, innocent person. You, to put anybody that is like skeptical
5: of a future attack on US soil's mind at ease, um, the, the you can you can bet your ass that the CIA has their close watch on this and that anytime any group gets the capability of striking the US, we're we're gonna have SF and or drone strikes in the area. It's like nobody's like so I ICE is in Iraq, we effectively dealt with with drone strikes. Like, we didn't right. really have a whole lot of boots on the ground back in Iraq right. afterwards. Like, if there was SF raids, you didn't hear about them. You probably won't for another
4: 20 years. Right. But, yeah, yeah. This is, it's, right. it's going to be dealt with. I'm kind of curious, too. Did anybody ask Biden the follow-up question of, like, all right, well, we're getting out of Afghanistan. Does that mean we're not going to fight the Taliban even in a proxy war way? Because that's te- – that's usually what unless, we end up doing. Unless right? directly— <laughs> Well, I
1: mean, he basically said we are going to
4: do that. Right. Like, we're still going to go after ISIS. We're still going to go after terrorism. Right. And how long do we think the Taliban is not going to be on that list of terrorists or associated forces? I
1: think the point, though, There's is the that— There's the Well, and proxy war. Like a proxy war is different right. from having boots on the ground for a 20 way years. Exactly. As long as the CIA the way we,
4: exists as it is, proxy wars will we, we are technically at war right now with ISIS, but there is no declaration of war. And and because it's not centralized to one geographic location, we don't call it a war. But it is. People are dying over it right. every
0: day. Yeah. You're not wrong. When I came in office, I inherited a deal that President Trump negotiated with the Taliban. Under his agreement... U.S. forces would be out of Afghanistan by May 1, 2021, just a little over three months after I took office. U.S. forces had already drawn down during the Trump administration from roughly 15,500 American forces to 2,500 troops in country. And the Taliban was at its strongest militarily since 2001. The choice I had to make as your president was either to follow through on that agreement or be prepared to go back to fighting the Taliban in the middle of the spring fighting season. There would have been no ceasefire after May 1. There was no agreement protecting our forces after May 1. There was no status quo of stability without American casualties after May 1. There was only a cold reality of either following through on the agreement to withdraw our forces or escalating the conflict and sending thousands more American troops back into combat in Afghanistan, lurching into the third decade of conflict. Yeah,
5: yeah, not wrong. May 1 would have been an absolute disaster. There would have
1: been a lot more than 13 Americans dead so does that kind of take, when we we were talking a little while ago about uh, why didn't we do this in the winter, that, that's a criticism of Trump, right, who, who set up this well, deal. Well, both. Because yeah,
5: he set up the deal and then the fact that Biden didn't <laughs> just say that deal's not on the table anymore and just went on until December. Yeah. Man, okay. yeah, May 1 would have been terrible. Terrible. And I, I, I laugh in the face of people that s- say that, Trump would have had it better and these 13 Americans wouldn't have been dead Yeah, The 13 wouldn't have been dead, like, 50. Yeah. Maybe more. Yeah, because Trump, Trump's not the guy to fucking... Well, e- even, even so, May 1 is the start of the fighting season. Well, right. earlier than that. It's like, I don't know, mid-March. You You get one week of a transitional period yeah. as far as weather goes in Afghanistan. So, like... Mid March, you'll get a week of 80s, as opposed to the 50s, and then it's all, the the, all of a sudden, now. all of a sudden it's 120.
4: <laughs> right? Yeah. Jeez. Um, um, I, I don't mind. Like, he's not wrong. The May first deadline was unreasonable, and and once he became president, January twentieth, he was racing against the clock against something that he would never be able to finish. It, Trump is in the is to blame. I don't know how much better it would have been had he been. Maybe a little bit had Obama <coughs> been handing the baton to Biden, there would have been a lot more – there would have been at least been an administration-to-administration administration talk, which we didn't have with yeah. Trump or with Biden, yeah. which definitely hurt and probably cost us lives. He didn't inherit this, but it's still not an excuse. Like, I mean it sucks that Biden has to be the one that take the brunt of the criticism. But kind of such is the way of the president, the, you know. The
1: thing though is, if he was just willing to do that, we would be right, talking does, about he this wants very to pass differently. The buck. Yeah, this like, is
4: no different. If Trump was still in office, he would be saying essentially the same thing of blaming the last gen. The, he'd be saying it explicitly, blaming Obama. Oh, right. he, he wouldn't have held back on
1: Bush either. Exactly.
4: Yeah, yeah, he, that's true. He would have thrown his own party. Biden yeah. just has a little more tact and taste, I guess.
1: I think Biden is just that problem of Biden is acknowledging. In some ways, that like, well, he's he, he, like he's making the decision, which is the tough decision, which is what the majority of Americans would agree with that at some point we have to get out of there. He's just trying to then put sugar on it. And it's like, don't do that. Like, yeah. um, that's your biggest problem. The reason that people, the reason that your poll numbers are dropping, and the reason that people like me uh, who, I like I don't think Biden's done a horrible job as president but then when it comes to Afghanistan I'm just like ah, dude but like if you just would have made, um, made a firm decision instead of right. pretending to make and a decision
4: that, that's the point like I agree with almost everyone who says that Biden messed up and could have done better I'm not exactly sure that I agree with everyone what that better is because that's right. so hypothetical. Yeah. But like – Oh, yeah. And how much he was hampered by things that I don't even consider because I, right. I don't know the red tape. The only thing that I know for certain is that December would have been better
5: than right. August. But I do May-
4: know also that he was there for eight years of Obama, and regardless of how much power the vice president doesn't have, he had some <laughs> say. Right. And even if he, if he disagreed, he could have said more strongly then that he disagreed instead of saying it in the shadows behind you – know, what? Yeah. If you truly believe it's the wrong decision and people are going to die, speak I up. I mean,
1: I do say I, – I will say that as far as, like, his record goes, after, he did vote for the Afghanistan war, but, like, he has a long history of – Opposing troop surges and oppo- like he it he seems to be like he is the right guy as far as his record goes to be the guy to make well this ever decision. since the original like no, it, th-
4: like because of the fact that he wanted to go in he's he's fine with voting for that but, but then he has no clue what to do but after here's the we thing I
1: don't think you can blame everybody that voted because like the whole on September 12th 2001 the entire country was in the same boat except Barbara Lee like there was very few people who weren't on the go to war. With them, yeah. they just killed three thousand of us. And
4: I will say, I think she has a degree in psychology, so she understands the mourning yeah, period right. and why not to make this like right. She's
1: specially equipped to do, to deal with so that. So I don't necessarily blame everybody, including Mitch McConnell and Joe Biden, and like for that because like we all the problem was we shouldn't have voted on it that fast. Fuck the Congress for that decision. Like we we came. At it within the same week of the attack, and that was wrong because we um, were in no condition to make the vote. But I don't. Do you think that's what Biden should be saying? Like in (laughs) in a perfect world, if he wanted
4: to make the best decision and the best use of his time, he should be coming out and saying, "Like, look, we messed up by doing this. So what we need to do now, while we're clear headed, is make some kind of law that says the next time we're attacked." We cannot make a decision about whether we're going to go to war for like two months.
1: Well, that law was supposed to be the Congress has to declare war, right? and then the right. Congress and was like, ah, fuck it, you. we'll just give you the power." <laughs> so, like, would that, I, uh, I don't, I don't agree with any sort
5: of window because there's a lot of like gray area on if you have to make a hasty decision or not. Like in the situation of uh, like Pearl Harbor,
4: when Japan attacked Pearl Harbor, we had to make moves very quickly, right and the the president literally swears an oath to protect the country which does in, imply that he has to move quick if the threat is quick yeah there's
1: like, fuck I, ha- I i hate that there's no easy answer although, it'd be a lot easier although for us there's never an easy i would say too though that like and you can tell me if i'm wrong cuz i I'm, I'm not this, uh pearl harbor is not my area of historical expertise but that that's another movie you haven't watched <laughs> no it it's it a bad movie, don't watch it um but there's even though we responded to an attack, but we didn't declare war within
4: minutes right? uh the next we went to war like the next day or two with Japan, right it's pretty close
1: very yeah. it was like within so a it week. Was basically soon. september eleventh
4: yeah. yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Now, I will grant, like, so, uh, the yeah. 40s are different in, than 2001. There's a lot of contrast there with in terms right. of technology. But our, I, our I, stuff,
1: human response was the same. Very similar, I, I strongly
4: yeah. recommend, like,
5: <coughs> hi- historian-written papers and books over any movie. But if you're going to watch a movie that includes Pearl Harbor, I would say Midway. You're right. Watch Midway. Tora,
4: Tora, Tora. It's a great movie. You have to add that, that is a great movie. You have to add that to my Woody Har- list. Woody Harrison. Harrelson's Wait, in it. In Midway? Yeah. Wait, is that the remake that just came out? Because there was an original. Oh, there's one from yet. the '60s that I'm, or a black and white movie that I'm used to. They might have used the same name. Yeah, they, it, they mean, did. It was over the
5: same sub subject material too. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, Harrelson is Nimitz. He's Admiral Nimitz, and he plays a good Admiral Nimitz.
4: Yeah. But I think it, like the the comparison to Pearl Harbor is apt because <clears throat> it was the only other really big attack we've had by a foreign government in the last hundred years on our soil. I mean, yeah, like, well, Spain burned down our ca- or what, Spain that burned down our capital, Mexico. Spain, yeah. Uh, you're asking set me. the White House on fire in like 1800, 1812. Yeah, yeah. I don't Spanish know. American
1: War. Sp- yeah, yeah, that's right. History starts at something Nixon. like that. <laughs> 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 that's what I thought. That's that's such a Missouri answer, right? right. Um, yeah. So here's another uh, instance of Biden. THE PING-PONG GAME HE'S PLAYING WITH HIMSELF uh, HERE, uh, WHETHER HE'S GOING TO, RIGHT NOW, HE'S GOING TO BE FIRM.
0: I STAND SQUARELY BEHIND MY DECISION. AFTER 20 YEARS, I'VE LEARNED THE HARD WAY THAT THERE WAS NEVER A GOOD TIME TO WITHDRAW U.S. FORCES. THAT'S WHY WE'RE STILL THERE. WE WERE CLEAR-EYED ABOUT THE RISKS. WE PLANNED FOR EVERY CONTINGENCY, BUT I always promise the American people that I will be straight with you. The truth is, this did unfold more quickly than we had anticipated. So what's happened? Afghanistan political leaders gave up and fled the country. The Afghan military collapsed, sometime without trying to fight. If anything, the developments of the past week Reinforced that ending U.S. military involvement in Afghanistan now was the right decision. American troops cannot and should not be fighting in a war and dying in a war that Afghan forces are not willing to fight for themselves.
1: It, that we go back to like, so it's firm. I can't I say I, by, I can't say I disagree with that. No, right. but it's very, it lacks a lot of empathy. Like, yes. Because it takes – he's not wrong. The Afghan – like, Ghani is a piece of shit for fleeing the way that he did. The the Afghanistan – like, the Afghan army, without a leader, uh, like, I don't know, and, man. You know, we, it, it comes we, down to that We whole- talk
5: about troop numbers, but we've also talked about in this podcast that in this same episode that – the Taliban holds. It, it's such like a. It, it, it's not just a numbers thing with them. It's it's an extreme psychological hold on that country.
4: Uh huh. Right. Like, like, I mean, it, the fact that they were started in like the early '90s doesn't seem like a long time ago. But for a country that is always in flux,
1: but Sharia has existed for. And years. yeah, and they're playing off
4: right. of of long standing religious and uh more you for know like. 30 plus generations, this has
5: been the way of life. Like, right. whether it's the Taliban or someone under some other name, like, it's the same thing. Yeah. This is their culture. This is who they are. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, we tried to make them into something that they're not. I don't. I, I don't. We're like the parent being like, Have you tried not being gay? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Have you tried praying it away? Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that uh, Biden is wrong, but I do wish that there was a little bit more empathy for at least the people of Afghanistan. Like while he's tossing the blame to the fall, which uh, of the army and right the to say fall, that like, like they that, don't want to fight, true, like,
4: and they don't want to fight. They don't want to fight now because they've been fighting for twenty years and nothing has changed. Well, and how of can course they don't want to fight? Anymore. How can they fight now
1: when you're telling them we're leaving? Yeah, like, why would they even fight? They're you, not going to win. You've been telling them for well, like, a year that this is the day we're their, leaving. Their leadership
5: straight dipped out. Yeah. Their leadership dipped out. So right. if if your leadership leaves, the rest of the force leaves. Yeah. That's the way this works. Yep. Yeah. Like they, when I was in the army, <clears throat> if I saw my sergeant running the other
4: way, you're, I would have followed him. Right, like. Yeah, very <laughs> close behind because he's probably taking the last plane out of there. That is what yeah, that's what you that, do. That probably wouldn't have been a, w- a good warning sign for a lot of those soldiers that were trying like, to hug the, like, the outside of that even, plane.
5: Even if like you know what you're supposed to do, if your leadership is
4: just straight up running away, you're going to follow them. Yeah. And yep. it's not and it's not even that we just announced like within the last year that we were going to leave. <laughs> We've been announcing since Obama that we want to leave. Yeah. They know. They've known for a decade that our heart is not in it and that we're not in it for the long haul. They're right. not going to win. Once we're gone, all of the backup and the the stability is going to be gone. They're going to have to flee or assimilate or go into hiding. Yeah. There is no future with that. No. You You know, like you can't start a war and then announce you want to leave and expect that you're still going to like win the hearts and minds war. That's not going to happen. True. No. That, no,
5: that yeah, we capitulated the hearts and minds years ago. Yeah. When we drew down to less than 10,000 troops, we Thanks, could have Yeah. <laughs> you fucking r-
4: weird running fuck. <laughs>
0: Here's what I believe to my core. It is wrong to order American troops to step up when Afghanistan's own armed forces would not. the political leaders of Af- Afghanistan were unable to come together for the good of their people, Unable to negotiate for the future of their country when the chips were down, they would never have done so while U.S. troops remained in Afghanistan, bearing the brunt of the fighting for them. And our true strategic competitors, China and Russia, would love nothing more than the United States to continue to funnel billions of dollars in resources and attention into stabilizing Afghanistan indefinitely.
1: He's not wrong about that either. I don't think he's wrong about any of it. Yeah. That could be the name of this
4: episode. He's not wrong, but <laughs> colon, 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 like, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. I. I he's mean, not wrong, but he's not 100% right. I mean, the, because the, there's so many caveats in that the, he's not
5: In the late making. 70s, the CIA in the U.S. said itself that this was going to be Russia's Vietnam. And then just for some stupid reason, we're like, yeah, we're going to do it, too. <laughs> Right. Yeah, but, we're to repeat this
4: mistake. The, Biden's theme of Afghanistan needs to stand up. Like, well, they are, but most of them are siding with the Taliban so, because yeah. you uh, don't. You're taking away the the support that the the democ- the Democratic quote unquote side has. Yeah,
5: d- directly impact uh, d- uh, directly relating to what he just said. Um, <laughs> the government. The the Afghan government had to do some sort of negotiation or diplomacy with the Taliban and they did none of it. They did right. none of it. They
1: just left. Yeah. Um one of the things that I think it's important to point out, this is the this is the August sixteenth speech. Uh the the previous one, the, the the foreshadowing uh press conference that I played a little bit of was from a month before. Uh on july sixteenth. I think one of the issue my i don't think that he's wrong and i think that this is a decent speech and like he's making valid points for why we had to get out and but having listened to the july press conference and knowing where he was just a month ago saying that like well it's not gonna fall it this isn't gonna happen we have to like yeah taking it all into account still sucks yeah um I think, like, I think that that will be when uh, when it comes down to how did Biden handle this the biggest the biggest play against him or the biggest mark against him is like his confidence in yeah it's exactly. not gonna happen exactly
5: like because the, this the outcome was never gonna be any different right but his overconfidence yeah yeah yep. Yep. He, he said
1: things that he shouldn't have said. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so now he's going to address the chaotic scenes that we've been seeing for in, in, in the timeline uh, that are still playing on TV because they are still happening, the airport and, and whatnot. I
0: also want to acknowledge how painful this is to so many of us. The scenes we're seeing in Afghanistan, they're gut-wrenching, particularly for our veterans, our diplomats, humanitarian workers. For anyone who has spent time on the ground working to support the Afghan people, for those who have lost loved ones in Afghanistan, and for Americans who have fought and served in the country, serve our country in Afghanistan, this is deeply, deeply personal. It is for me as well. I've worked on these issues as long as anyone. I mean,
1: I think that that's what you need to say. Like, you know, um, there is still the argument to be made that like, some, you're right for acknowledging the gut wrenching scenes. You're right for having sympathy and, and empathy there. But had, uh, the process been set up different from the time you took office, like you, because the one thing that exists is the May one deadline, which was in place on January twentieth, when Biden assumed the presidency, right? In December twenty twenty, when he knew he was gonna, well, he
4: assumed he was going to assume the presidency by by the he end been of on it.
1: by the end of January, he should have been like, we got to start getting people out, right? Like, you know, and which again. It's it's easy for me and and yeah, you guys to say that shit, but we like know he what, came into a yeah. pandemic that hadn't had a vaccine. And we don't while. we don't he know hit, what like, the generals were telling him the was fucking possible. The capital or almost fell two weeks ago. Like you know, yeah. like there's a lot of there was a lot of shit going on. So like, and he's not wrong that it's hard. To, like I can't imagine <coughs> like what Jim is feeling. Like
4: as someone who's been there twice, and then seeing us fucking like essentially run away and just leaving like a lot of those people there. Like it is hard to see, but that doesn't make it any easier or like instead of getting
5: Osama it felt like nothing. Right. Which is
4: kind of a I mean, like, not a great prize for twenty years and how many fucking thousands of lives lost. Yeah. For one guy in a cave. That like immediately got replaced with someone who is, I mean, arguably just as worse but not as well known. Right? Yeah, and like you can
5: you can have the argument like you kept terror off of US soil for X amount of years. Well, there's a lot more Taliban troops over there now than there was when we got there. So what did we really accomplish? And
1: I would almost say that we like, when we got there in 2001.
6: uh, Yeah.
4: Yeah. I think their, their, their numbers have surged since then. I think especially now they've surged quite a bit in the last like year or two. That's fucked. (sighs) 75,000 is an outrageous number. It is. And I, and I uh, like, I it's it goes back to that thing of Biden saying like look the 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 goal was never democracy that was never what we wanted to do which that if was, you go back 100% that was, that was we, Bush and Cheney's exactly goal exactly what we wanted to do yeah. we wanted to do what we did in Korea so what like, we did when, in Iraq some when, form when we, of democracy when yeah, we got there that's controlled by us when
5: we got there in 2001 we that country was at relative peace right so like but what we wanted they they were like the afghan tribal warlord leaders
4: like little governing bodies like right but if you would Not have, that many. And I'm sure if we, we looked for it, we could find the quote from Cheney or Bush that says that, like, what we want to do is give spread democracy, because that's always our stated oh, yeah, goal that, with war. Oh, yeah, that was but a common theme. In reality, what we're saying is we want a democracy in this country that we can put our thumb on the scale when we need to, and make sure that the right person, quote-unquote, stays in power so we can continue to work in that country. Get that, national,
5: or that natural gas pipeline push Right.
1: Literally, the only reason we give a shit about Israel at all <laughs> right? is because it's a player in the region and that we need to have uh, a presence in Um, yeah so Biden is going to outline what we do from here we
0: will continue to support the Afghan people we will lead with our diplomacy our international influence and our humanitarian aid we'll continue to push for regional diplomacy and engagement to prevent violence and instability we'll continue to speak out for the basic rights of the Afghan people of women and girls just as we speak out all over the world. I've been clear that human rights must be the center of our foreign policy, not the periphery. But the way to do it is not through endless military deployments. It's with our diplomacy, our economic tools, and rallying the world to join us. I know there are concerns about why we did not begin evacuating Afghans civilians sooner. Part of the answer is some of the Afghans did not want to leave earlier, still hopeful for their country. And part of it because the Afghan government and its supporters discouraged us from organizing a mass exodus to avoid triggering, as they said, a crisis of confidence. American troops are performing this mission as professionally and as effectively as they always do, but it is not without risks. As we carry out this departure, we have made it clear to the Taliban, if they attack our personnel or disrupt our operation, the U.S. presence will be swift and the response will be swift and forceful. We will defend our people with devastating force if necessary.
1: I do appreciate that we're back in an era where we don't, like, get up on the world stage and be like, we're going to bomb the shit out of them. Because um, that's Drop how – Drop Moab. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's so many things wrong with the, that, the,
4: those clips. Um, the idea that we'll continue to support and speak out for the Afghanistan people, but, like, what does that mean? Like, we'll tweet at them? support that's useless we're, we'll, we're leaving we'll, them to die we'll, we'll, or to be assimilated or be taken over we'll give aid
1: Once right we, but
4: again hashtagging our support does nothing we abandon them i mean well, like, i don't what is, say what, is, what we does rushed.
5: aid do when there's no government there to right
1: help them
4: <laughs> there's one game in town you're either fucking getting your your government from the
1: taliban or yeah. you're a dissident and and i would imagine that for a while we're not going to be giving aid to the taliban because we are not (laughs) like unless we i don't think under biden at all i could see like if trump was still in i could see because we did the shit with north korea where we were just like let's just look the other way pretend they're not building anything and then guess what north korea is not a problem anymore like i could see uh, like a trump-esque Uh, politician whether that's Trump or DeSantis or whoever the fuck could come in the future I could see somebody being like they're not bad guys anymore and just (laughs) telling us that because we're all stupid now and we just like read memes and like
4: honestly I think the Trump era we got there could you imagine Bush inviting the Taliban to to Camp David on 9-11 no No, absolutely
1: not not unless it was an ambush like like I could see like Chaney would have gotten him there and been like waterboard the Ch- fuck out of okay, him.
4: That's only what? because Cheney. Oh, not even. Just that's only because. Take beca- them all out, dude. Yeah. That's only because Cheney brought his best friend hail, uh,
1: quail hunting and was like, "I'm going to shoot you in the face." I'm <laughs> shoot <laughs> you in the face. He knows how to set someone up. So we've got a couple more clips left from this uh, speech to the nation, and then um, and then we'll have one more one other piece that we're going to listen to. But uh, basically, we're going to. Uh, uh, We're going to hear what is basically um, the the climax, I guess, or or the, the definitely the high point that he was trying, that he was building to for this speech.
0: The events we're seeing now are sadly proof that no amount of military force would ever deliver a stable, united, secure Afghanistan, as known in history as the graveyard of empires. What's happening now could just as easily happen five years ago, or 15 years in the future. You have to be honest. Our mission in Afghanistan has taken many missteps, made many missteps over the past two decades. I'm now the fourth American president to preside over war in Afghanistan, two Democrats and two Republicans. I will not pass this responsibly on, responsibility on to a fifth president. I will not mislead the American people By claiming that just a little more time in Afghanistan will make all the difference. Nor will I shrink from my share of responsibility for where we are today and how we must move forward from here. I am president of the United States of America. And the buck stops with me.
1: Why wasn't everything that we've heard so far just that? That should have been his first speech. Like, yeah, 100%.
5: If that was his first speech, I wouldn't care.
1: Yeah. Yeah. His,
5: his wishy-washiness, like, yeah. <coughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yep.
1: because that was perfect. That was 100% perfect. It was truthful. That's what, it was I, that's fun, what I've been it, saying it was, since day one when they started. It was, say, like, the the my favorite part of that clip specifically is, like, yeah, there have been a lot of missteps in our time in in the 20-year timeline. Like, yes, there have. So, like, just, like, if you wouldn't have done the politician thing, The whole time where you're trying to be like, well, you know, let's put like a positive spin on this. Yeah, there's like, don't just there's
5: there's capitulation. There's capitulation in his voice. And I I can't help but like completely understand it because it's like, really, what do you do? Right. What do you really do? Yeah, because 15 years from now, like he said, same thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's always going to be this way. You cannot change this place. No, you can't do it. Um. Yeah,
4: and in <laughs> really that like I love that he brought up like they're called the graveyard of, of empires. Like, yeah, why did you vote to go there? Why I, I, in the again, fuck did you vote again, to go? Like,
1: I don't look at that the same way that you do. Like, I feel like because I was one of those people, albeit I was very young. So, like, who gives a shit about what some teenager thinks? I was in like eighth grade or whatever. Um, but like, we all wanted revenge like so th- the reason that he voted to go there is because we voted too fucking fast yeah, the, like the, we we reacted emotionally the
5: first time that you really saw any sort of pushback was <laughs> like starting iraq
1: yeah yeah so for a, a year, year and a half a everybody a half. was all for it see
4: i i feel like the reason i want biden to take the brunt of this and to be the one to have to rip the band off is that if he made these arguments of like why did we go there? You we know were all I'll, wrong. We I'll need take a timeout. You know, I'll when take
5: the, it because there's no way that in 2024 he should be the, the next running Democrat. Right, he's too old. He's right. way and, and too he old. Should, Even, he, he was he, too old for this one. He should just yeah. take
4: it because like it isn't. But uh, just, just take it in the party. Well, also, will move I think on. he and he also needs to show us. He needs to be able, the president's a little bit of a mirror to the the general public. When we're yelling at him, we're also yelling at ourselves because we often didn't. Have a problem when they when they did something that was gonna be a problem, but we have a problem when it affects us twenty years later. Right, that's when it becomes an issue. Yeah. So like this, that we need need to hold up a mirror to ourselves <laughs> and be like, we need to put in legislation now so that the next like we don't do this every time. Like we were lucky that Vietnam ended, but even then, like but the it, fucking Johnson ended it like or whatever, it like was, it
1: didn't. It ended just as messy as this. Yeah, and you know? he was the, say, what, the
4: third impre- third or fourth president to inherit it. It's it's the same thing repeating. Right.
5: So, so here we are back again on like how fast you can start like setting up war policy. Um, I feel like this, the president should be at the very least able to start mobilization in the first day of something happening, because then, like, because it it takes a, it, it, the vast, unless we go to war with like Canada or Mexico, which is highly unlikely, that it it takes less than a day. For war to actually happen in itself, like mobilization takes a long time, right? Yeah, like in the sense of World <sighs> War Two, for us to like start our revenge on Japan, it took months to get back out on the seas towards Japan. Which
4: I think, post nine eleven, I would have been fine with that. That uh, the vote on the sixteenth or the thirteenth or whatever, if they would have just been like, hey, we're going after, come back and review it, yeah, or, or if we just said we're going after the people that planned this and and, and then we'll review it. everything else later. Right. Yeah. And what, and like the right. the, it, the associated friends or whatever or associated you know forces will will determine that in the future when we've had some time to cool off. Yeah, I think okay. Okay. I get that. I yeah.
5: I think too that Let's have like at least a 10-day debate period on like the next like a Escalation. The, the next ex- yeah, escalation yeah, yeah. Of force. Yeah, Before yeah. we
4: get
1: in too deep, which is like what we ended up doing, we we pumped too much money, too much time, too many. Troops. I think we just have a bad taste in our mouth because we know, especially with like with going through this timeline recently and living it in real time, that like we were fucking duped. Hell, like I mean, we were set up to go to perpetual war. So right. so yeah. it's so it's easy. Like
5: it, it happened in two thousand one, and then. Seven years later, I was in Afghanistan.
1: Right, <laughs> right. yeah. It, it's hard for us. I think that's the only reason that we in this room are are debating, like, well, how fast can you go to war? I don't even think that that's necessarily uh, the answer. I think the answer is we had guys there that wanted this to be the outcome, and that's how we got to this outcome. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think in another situation where you have a not Bush-Cheney, Rumsfeld— uh Trio at the start of this, you necessarily have to be like, Well, hold off and wait for two weeks or like whatever, because the reaction isn't going to be how many billions of dollars can I make my friends right. like the i do i mean i I like to live in a an alternate <laughs> realm where
4: Gore one in two thousand and oh, you our, mean the real reality? Fo- like maybe, <laughs> maybe, man, maybe like the Matrix fucked us up, but we're like, there is a reality out there where Gore won, and we focused on climate change, and we we, we waited until we knew what we were after the, to go after the nine eleven people. The, the Higgs boson in two thousand twelve created a, yes! a microscopic <laughs> that black hole is that, that is the official theory yeah. of un-American. The
1: the Mayans were right. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Z Penny used to have less letters. Holy shit. So
4: wait, Coast to Coast is right. I need to send George Norrie an Damn apology it. for a Be- lot of episodes Barren, we've
1: recorded. Berenstain bears, not Berenstain Bears. <laughs> so now is this the bonus content? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah,
4: we've like we've switched over. Um <laughs> oh, oh God, we are Stephen Quayle. <laughs> and this is the week before we fixed the timeline of the, the RSS feed, so that does kind of fit. No, <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, I guess it does. Um all right. This is the last little bit that I have from Biden in this address.
0: I made a commitment to the American people when I ran for president that I would bring America's military involvement in Afghanistan to an end. While it's been hard and messy and, yes, far from perfect, I've honored that commitment. More importantly, I made a commitment to the brave men and women who serve this nation that I wasn't going to ask them to continue to risk their lives in a military action that should have ended long ago. Our leaders did that in Vietnam when I got here as a young man. I will not do it in Afghanistan. I know my decision will be criticized. But I would rather take all that criticism than pass this decision on to another president of the United States.
1: If he liter- all, all of that is, is all of that is very fair. Yeah. Right. If he would have literally just been the the that if he would have pitched it in July the way that he pitched it in those last two clips, uh, I don't think that his poll numbers would have dropped as much because I think that people would have been expecting it to be a mess, mm-hmm. um, and I think they would have been more accepting of it being a mess because if you well, br- if you brought that's it what, to that's
5: us— That's what you should be as a leader. You should be truthful.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because if you brought it to us that way, I think that uh, we all want out. Like we all want like, to end the forever war. Pe- people that have
5: skin in the game, like the, the 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 loved ones of of those that died, are obviously going to be way more upset than anybody else, and justifiably so. Yeah. But like your average American that didn't even know any of those people, like if he was truthful from the beginning, they shouldn't
4: have any sort of contempt. Now they shouldn't. I still think they will would. Well, I, some I, would. I very some would because some right. are and absolutely I, insane. And I very much view the the drop in Biden's poll numbers because if you look at it, it's not a very big swing. It's less than ten points, like from the right. mid forties to the lo- like the low or the high thirties, whatever. Where we're at now? I view those like because if if we sat them down and asked them point blank, should we be in Afghanistan? Should like what should Biden have done better? They probably would agree with us that like yeah, he was in the sucky situation. Yeah, he wasn't to blame. But like, there is that ten percent of idiots that are just gonna like the president's to blame for everything wrong in my life.
1: Well, it's the tribalism oh, bullshit you know, you know, too. Right. Like political opportunists. One but he sh- he really,
4: if we're being honest, shouldn't have lost uh, support points, uh, s- approval points
1: over this because he was. I mean, he made mistakes, think, but not. I think he's he, not to blame. I think he lost people. Like, I think the number suffers with people like me who get hung up on the July sixteenth press conference um i think that's where his numbers fall is that like in july had you just told us that this was going to be a mess you don't lose as many people but because you came out and guaranteed us that it wasn't going to be a mess then it makes a percentage of people go "Well, you fucked this up like you dropped the ball um all, like, it's very fair. And it doesn't look as much like dropping the ball if you just come out and you're truthful from the beginning. You shouldn't
4: have been kissing that knee. You shouldn't have been ripping off the band aid. That's the. Yeah. yeah.
1: He tried to have it both ways, and that never works. Can't do it. So. Uh, I have one more piece that was from two days after this press conference that we just listened to. This was, um, this was on August 18th. Um, he sat down and did, he got a lot of criticism for, uh, for, uh, the, the chaos that, that we had been seeing unfold over the, the, um, Last couple of days, or the timeline with it, the couple of days around that speech that we just listened to. Um, and he, uh, he was, uh, rightfully so getting criticism about the process. Why weren't uh, our allies being evacuated sooner and like whatnot? So, uh, he came out or he did a sit down interview with George Stephanopoulos. <coughs> Excuse me. This. This weather change—I know that that was your—that that was your happy moment of the episode. But this weather change is making me cough like crazy. My remember, sinuses are so messed up. Me too. Do, to I fair, think all of us. To be fair, <laughs> the ragweed count was high
5: long before the
4: weather change. Yeah. Fair enough. But like, there is something about the temperature when it drops 15 degrees
1: in one week. Like yeah, it, well, it, the, it, the baromet- it messes with you. The barometric pressure goes yeah. wonk. I so. am- I am just like struggling to get through. We've only got a few more left, but anyway, Biden sat down with George Stephanopoulos um, and did an interview uh, where he kind of du- he doubled down, and I like I'm not a hundred percent sure that this also didn't play into. His poll number is uh, shrinking a little bit. The interview that he gave after the speech. So we'll listen to a few clips from this. We'll debate it. And then we're going to have a few minutes of ranking a lot of people.
3: Back in July, you said a Taliban takeover was highly unlikely. Was the intelligence
0: wrong or did you downplay it? There was no consensus. You go back and look at the intelligence reports. They said that it was li- more likely to be sometime by the end of the year. You didn't put
3: a timeline out when you said it was highly unlikely. You just said flat out it's highly unlikely the Taliban would take over.
0: Yeah. Well, the question was whether or not it... The idea that the Taliban would take over was premised on the notion that, the, uh, that somehow the 300,000 troops we had trained and equipped was going to just collapse. They were going to give up. I don't think anybody anticipated that.
3: Senator anything. McConnell said it was a predictable that Taliban was going to
0: take over. Well, by the end of the year, it said that that was a real possibility. But no one said it was going to take over then when it was being asked.
4: I do see George Stephanopoulos's uh, argument that like you were wrong, George, uh, Biden, in your why you told us that you shouldn't have given us a date. You shouldn't have said that it was going to be. Squeaky well, clean and easy.
1: And if he if he's changing the story now to like, well, yeah, I mean, they said by like, just like by Christmas or January or right. something. Maybe well, then why'd you guarantee? Uh, again, it just plays to like yeah. that that one fumble cost you the whole well, fucking thing. And can I also say that like, withdraw.
4: all I'm hearing here is because he said again that like <laughs> we knew they would fall, we didn't know they would fall that quick. We thought they'd have more of a spine. He's blaming the people that he is cutting, he's severing ties with. He doesn't want to put any blame on our troops, on our generals, on our to, military intelligence. To be because he's supposed to work with them.
5: To be fair, three hundred plus thousand versus seventy-five
4: thousand. No, granted, I'm not saying that. Right. Yeah, and you're right; they are at fault, the Afghan forces. But he—it seems to be Biden's stated interest to like blame the people we're no longer working with and uh, like whitewash any of like, our any of our this guilt is not, or,
5: or fault. This is not the uh, this is not the three hundred hot gates. This is this is not the 300 Spartans we're talking about, like, uh, in, like, numbers difference.
4: Right. Uh, I, yeah. We should have been, and I understand, like, and I'm, the, the Afghani forces are not. I don't, I, I
5: don't know the exact situation on the ground. Like I alluded right. to before, it might have been a leadership thing, just the leadership going, well, F this. And then the rest of the troops just being like, well, if they F this, I'm Fing this.
4: Right. And especially once your leadership flees, you're not going to have much support with the ground troops yeah. at all. But I think it's foolish to say that we didn't have a major influence over- All of over it's speculation on, on how or local... why they collapsed, but they collapsed
5: <laughs> yeah. whenever they had a significantly higher force. Right. Right. Yeah.
1: And, and again- The only thing that I can do is just take a deep breath and sigh. Again, if, if Biden was yeah. pitching this- as a hard truth instead of like cuz i think you're i think the fact w- that
5: 300 plus 1000 fell to 75,000 is more than enough proof that nation building doesn't work
1: but i think that frank has uh hit on something it, where there's this feeling uh, there was a feeling because I, I and I know this is true because I, I read the comments sections of articles pertaining to these explanations that Biden gave in the days after uh, the fall of Afghanistan. Um, and there was a a feeling that he shouldn't have placed so much blame on like we like he was kind of throwing shit Um at people, and I think that that's a tone. Well, naturally, he's a politician. I right? think it's a tone thing, though. Well, if I think he just presents yeah. this as, look, they had three hundred thousand people, and they like in without fighting in a lot of cases, just gave it up. Like present right. it as, and there a is hard a hard way- truth without necessarily. I don't know. there's a way I think because it's a you have to thing.
4: I think you have to you have to protect yourself because you have well, to be able to work with other countries and and make sure that like you can point to past wars and be like, we protect <laughs> our in- interpreters. We protect the people who work for us. And this did this hurts us on the world stage to abandon people yeah. and to cast blame on well, them. And there we, is, we
5: didn't do it with
4: Iraq, so why should we do any different? right And there, but I think there is a way that Biden could have been like, look. Aren't did our intelligence like slightly overestimate the time? Yes. But also you have to take into account the that we weren't getting like, as much support from the government. People fled on us, you know. Uh, Trump left us in this situation. Well there's a way that you can I, cast blame although, kind of all I, I, around. A priori we, we didn't learn from Iraq.
5: Right, we don't. We're Americans. Why should we? And learn honestly, from that we didn't learn from Vietnam, which Although, is why we're
1: in this situation. I will yeah, say, very true. I will say, I pulled an article that kind of uh, disputes the intelligence um, claim. This is called Afghanistan's collapse. Did the U.S. intelligence get it wrong? Uh, Sub headline: American intelligence sources say that they correctly predicted the fall of cabal. Um, abc news and this was on august 15th 2021 as panicked afghans watched the taliban fighters roll into the capital city of cabal sunday sealing the collapse of the u.s backed government there many americans were left wondering how top biden officials could have been so wrong in their recent pro- proclamations that cabal would not easily fall uh just days ago a u.s military analysis reported by abc news predicted that cabal Uh, could fall within 90 days, not by the weekend. Uh, Quote, this is a crisis of untold proportions. Uh, Representative Jackie uh, Spire of California told NBC News Sunday as Taliban militants swept into Kabul. Um, Quote, this is an intelligence failure. We underestimated the Taliban and overestimated the resolve of the Afghan, (coughs) excuse me, of the Afghan army. But, but numerous of U.S. officials tell ABC News that the opposite was true, insisting that key intelligence assessments had had consistently informed policymakers that the Taliban could overwhelm the country and take the capital within weeks, essentially repeating the 1975 fall of Saigon, when helicopters hastily evacuated diplomats from the U.S. embassy's rooftop as the North Vietnamese Army stormed into the south vietnam capital quote u.s leaders were told by the military it would take no time at all for the taliban to take everything end quote an anonymous u.s intelligence official told abc news uh quote no one listened other intelligence sources said that biden and his team of advisors had reached their decision about the u.s uh, military's withdrawal which was all but completed on july 4th based on a variety of factors that went beyond cabal's fate a senior congressional official who who asked not to be named not to be named in order to discuss sensitive briefings told ABC News that the intelligence officers had warned the U.S. leaders about a swift and total victory uh, by the fundamentalist ta- Taliban militants who had held power in Kabul during the 1990s. Um, up until after the september 11th attacks quote the intelligence community assessment has always been accurate they just disregarded it the official told abc news speaking about the biden administration appearing on abc's this week on sunday morning u.s secretary of state anthony uh blinken mostly dodged questions about the administration's miscalculations insisting that quote this is uh, manifestly not saigon even as live video from cabal showed helicopters ferrying americans uh, american officials out of the u.s embassy compound to the military side of cabal's airport blinken had said uh for months that such a collapse was possible but highly unlikely pressed by pressed in june by rep uh by representative michael mccall of texas during a foreign affairs committee oversight hearing on the growing crisis Blinken said quote I don't think it's going to be something that happens from a Friday to a Monday I wouldn't necessarily equate the departure of our forces in July, August or by early September with some kind of immediate deterioration of the situation end quote so with that being said um, A. The administration completely got it wrong B. It sounds like they may have I buy that with the May first deadline already set by the Trump administration, and them and in every and Biden having made the decision that he was going to be the president that got us out of Afghanistan. I could buy that they already had their decision made and that they were that they were ignoring the the warnings of the intelligence oh, community
4: uh, 100 and i i do believe the gears of i mean i think they 100 percent made mistakes and i think the gears of government work slowly so even if they wanted to work but fa- i don't think there's a i don't even that necessarily
1: know if it's a mistake because like at the end of the day well, there's a lot of mistakes, but at no, this no, point, no. like I, I don't know that there's the, a right
4: decision to make. Right. right. I guess yeah. that's
1: the right way of putting it – or, the, the, yeah, the better way of putting it. Because we know that this is how this was going to happen. So, of course, the intelligence community would say that, like, yeah, this could happen really fast. If you've already made up your mind, you've already made up your mind that we're going to leave. The criti- The fair criticism, I think, then, is, like, make sure that your process works – so that you can get out with the least amount of horrible shit that we saw.
4: yeah, and I think there's some there's some <laughs> argument to the the counter the like devil's advocate argument that like, look, we're, we're in a very deeply divided country right now, even if we wanted to, to act fast, Congress is not going to let us, the Senate, whatever. right. But at least if Biden had come out and said that like, look, the, the intelligence shows that this could fall really quickly. We need bipartisan support. I guarantee you, you're not going to get it, but you would at least get the Republicans on the record, like, opposing it. Right. right you know. Yeah. I I don't think we would well, be in a better situation, but yeah. so posterity would be better.
5: right? One option, other than what happened, leave by December or January. The other option, stay there for another fighting season and leave the following December or January, which, like, you know, if you're only keeping 2,500 troops there, how many more are going to die in that next following uh fighting season? Well, and I right. I I'd, I'd,
1: I'd venture to bet it's more than 13. Right. Well, yeah, and yeah. It, I mean if you're taking Biden at his word like the reason people weren't dying for a period of time is because there was an agreement with the Taliban. After that expires on May 1st, like, bet, all bets are off. We can't say that, like, it's going to remain as peaceful. And
4: especially if we go back on our deal. If we've made a deal to get out by that date and we don't, we're and we just unilaterally decide, like, you can't be trusted. We're extending it until the winter because yeah. we feel like you'll be easier to deal with. That's probably going to piss them off. And yeah. then they still know what date to hit us on, you know. Right. What date they become, you yeah. know. Yeah, OPSEC doesn't matter. So the end result really is like, they're gonna take over the country. Yeah, they're, they're going to. We yeah. just have to decide how many people we can stop from being retaliated against before that happens. Right.
3: When you look at what's happened over the last week, was it a failure of intelligence, planning, execution,
0: or judgment? Look, I don't think it was a fail. Look, it was a simple choice, George. When the Taliban, uh, let me back it, put it another way. When you had the government of Afghanistan, the leader of that government getting in a plane and taking off and going to another country when you saw the significant collapse of the uh, Afghan troops we had trained uh, up to 300,000 of them just leaving their equipment and, and, and taking off. That was you know I'm not this it, it, that that's what happened That's simply what happened. So the question was in the beginning the, the threshold question was do we commit to leave within the time frame was set we extended it to september 1st or do we put significantly more troops
1: in i mean it does like that's uh a... it's again it's that it's a fair criticism
4: but like joe the reason they were dropping their weapons and running is because We just announced we were abandoning abandoning them, and they had a giant target on their back. Well, because they've been working with us.
1: Let's not forget, like too, that the it's not a
4: cowardly thing, which is what he's kind of painting it as.
1: The but let's also not, uh, Ghani's uh, his flight very cowardly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and the the top brass absolutely, but Ghani's uh, government was very corrupt. Like there were stories of corruption. For years under him, like yeah. in fact, when he fled, he took a shit ton of money oh, with yeah, him. Yeah, I read this. Like stories. he like emptied and the again, coffers. It's, it's <laughs> probably
4: not any different than any quote unquote like democratically installed. So I uh, think, dictator we've yeah. ever put in. So
5: I actually like all in all reality. Uh, let's just not advertise when we're leaving, and just start doing it like right over I mean, the over the course of however long it has although, to take. Just start doing it. Don't tell anybody that you're doing it. Just start doing it. Yeah. And if they catch wind of it, they catch wind of it. But don't tell anybody. Yeah. No. And and then, uh, and then whenever you're finally done, you can announce it in a big press conference, and everybody the, can go, uh,
4: "Yay, mission the only, accomplished." The only right. problem with that is that would require more secrecy uh, <laughs> in regards to our military presence in other countries, and that's where part of the reason we're in the pickle we're in now is because we have so much secrecy and something
1: else too that I think is important for the for the like the responsibility and blame game is that like while we're hitting Biden hard on a lot of the mishandling of this it's not like the Ghani government was there playing middleman between him and the Afghani military like they didn't give a shit they were so, well and they weren't playing thing middleman to be said. between the that's Taliban that's another thing to
5: be said when <laughs> when the leader of your government leaves the country and he takes all the money with him uh, how are you getting paid? Right. If I'm not getting paid, I'm not fighting the Taliban. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: It makes it real easy to throw down my weapons and yeah. you know. Yeah. And the if the Ghani government was serious about the Taliban not taking over, a they would. The, you, you would uh, fight to the last, right? My pl- it, it, would be it a, feels like the plan was always to run once America left. Yeah, because, because like otherwise a, you would have been negotiating with the Taliban to make sure that this. C- that the US could get out and, well, we and have as little bloodshed as possible when
4: the when the US was negotiating with the Taliban I think they wanted to be in on those talks because they saw the writing on the wall and you're right though Like the reason they were like they were so like dogged about it is because there was a ton of money coming in from the US to fight the Taliban so right. fighting the Taliban became a job yeah. and when that job was over and he saw the writing on the wall he took his paycheck and he fucking got on a plane and went somewhere else yeah he should I, like ah, fucking I don't like that those people are just going to like he'll go set up somewhere else and he'll be fine. He'll never face any right. kind of justice for what he yeah, he helped do. <laughs> and oh. or the amount of lives he's responsible for getting for I, ending. I
1: mean, he he uh, I would say Ghani uh, 100% abandoned the Afghani people yeah. way more than the United States did. I mean, the, the we we, his, ab- we
4: abandoned them. We are not Their countrymen, like he abandoned his own people, yeah. While he used his position to enrich himself for years and then got out while the getting was good, yeah.
1: So, we've got uh just a couple more clips from this interview, um, and then we will uh give a final assessment.
0: We spent over a trillion dollars, George. 20 years, there was no good time to leave. But if
3: there's no good time, if you know you're gonna have to leave eventually, why not have? everything in place to make sure Americans to get out to make sure our Afghan allies get out. So we don't have these
0: chaotic scenes in Kabul. Number one. As you know. The intelligence community did not say back in June or July that in fact this was going to collapse like it did. Number one. They thought the Taliban would take over but not this quickly but not this quickly not even close. We had already issued several thousand um, uh, uh, passports to the, the S.I.V.s, the people, the, 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 the translators, when I came into office before we had negotiated getting out at the end of uh, 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 August. Secondly, we're in a position where what we did was we took precautions. That's why I authorized that there be 6,000 American troops to flow in to accommodate this exit Number one and number two provided all that aircraft in the Gulf to get people out. We pre-positioned all of that, anticipated that. Now, granted, it took two days to take control of the airport. We have control of the airport now.
3: Still, a lot of pandemonium outside the airport.
0: Well, there is. But look, but no one's being killed right now. God forgive me if I'm wrong about that. But no one's being killed right now. People are. We got a thousand somewhere, twelve hundred out yesterday, a couple thousand a day, and it's increasing. We're going to get those people out.
1: I do think that he has a few gaps when he gets angry. Like, or at least they come off that way. Like, when he gets real defensive about shit and starts saying, like, well, nobody's dying right now. Don't say that because you're not there. And, yeah. like, it's almost, I can almost guarantee you somebody's dying. Well, you can dying. hear
4: him knock on wood there. Yeah. As the, yeah. like, yep.
1: Yeah. realizing it's that just, you can't it, guarantee that. To me, that. that's a bear trap that you're putting your own you're like, you're willingly putting your foot in right, to, yeah. to say that like, well, this isn't happening. Like dude, ch- fucking chill. Is you're this, across the world. Is like, this
4: mousetrap live? I'm going yeah, to
1: finger the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> it, I don't know. Kind of just, kinda, I, I don't, I get why he's defensive because he feels like he's making the right decision. I don't disagree that he is making the right decision. And that he's
4: not fully to blame. Like, really? right.
1: And he like, I wish, I almost wish he was Trump just for the fact that he
4: would like Trump would have say like, why the fuck aren't you interviewing Bush? He's alive. Yeah. Like, you know, like, Liz Cheney will will, will have you on for an interview, and you can turn around and ask her, what about your dad? Yeah. You know, like, why aren't you doing this? And, like, it is whataboutism that sucks, but there are plenty of people out there more responsible for this, like, conundrum we find ourselves in than Biden. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's as responsible as everyone but Barbara Lee, but there are people out there who genuinely got us into this that are golfing right now. and. We're not talking about the fact that they should be held accountable or even, like, ask questions to.
1: Yeah. I, I wonder what, what well, does Bush, I mean, think? It, what does Bush it, it, think we should do? Because, like,
4: it's going to be a wrong answer. One
1: of one of the reasons that we did these three episodes is because I was frustrated uh, early uh, on in this withdrawal story with the, is it Trump or Biden's fault? Like.
6: There's that, four presidents. There's here. four right. presidents,
1: and they all did shitty jobs at certain things. Like, yep. uh, you know, like
4: collectively, there is a Mount Rushmore of people who are to blame. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And under yep. them, there are yep. millions of people who voted for them and then stood by and didn't complain, didn't call into their yeah, congressmen. Yeah.
5: All four are to blame, but w- which is more can be an argument forever. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. We could do literally an entire podcast on this. Let's not, though. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for our spin-off.
3: But we've all seen the pictures. We've seen those hundreds of people packed into a C-17. We've seen Afghans falling. That was
4: four days ago,
3: five days ago. What did you think when you first saw those pictures?
0: What I thought was we have to gain control of this. We have to move this more quickly. We have to move in a way in which we can take control of that airport. And we did. You don't think this could have been handled?
3: This actually could have been handled better in any way? No mistakes?
0: No, I, I, I don't think it could have been handled in a way that there, we, we're going to go back in hindsight and look, but the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how that happened. So for you, that was always priced into the decision? Yes. Now, exactly what happened, I was not priced in, but I knew that they're going to have an enormous, enormous, look, one of the things we didn't know is what the Taliban would do in terms of trying to keep people from getting out. What they would do.
1: When he gets defensive, he's not good. The whole, like, oh, it was four days ago. Like, "Ah, no, do That's terrible optics. doesn't matter if it was four days ago or yesterday. People riding out on the uh, (laughs) landing gear is not good. Yeah. Well, Trump can't say that, like, oh, that was 2019. Just get over it. Like, fuck Mm -hmm. off. Like, no, you you did that. You're the leader. Also, uh, to say that, <laughs> that the the chaos was always priced into it. Then again, makes me go back to which I like, I don't I hate to be like repetitive, but he whatever, also but it, it we're makes putting me, prices on human lives it, Well, and it makes me go back to July. Then why the fuck didn't you say that? Well, also like yeah, and if the
4: price if if if, if there was always going to be a human price to pay, why won't you just admit the fact that, that it could have been handled better? All he's asking that, you, he's not asking you to say we fucked up real bad. Mia culpa. All he's asking, he's like, could have been handled better. All Biden has to do is like, well, of course. No, if I had hindsight, if I had you know omniscient powers, I could have handled it better. But it was never going to be handled greatly. Yeah, and like, that would,
1: those that would be a more acceptable answer. The problem is that you have like my biggest issue with that sentiment in that clip is any president asked about any decision or policy or law that they put their name to should be able to say, I wish it could be better. Like, it should be better, no matter what it is. I don't care if you're talking about a health care bill. I don't care if you're talking about a military operation. I don't care. Lincoln could have said that about freeing the slaves, Yeah, and it was true. The idea that this could have not gone any better is a Trumpian thing. Like, that is... It's it's, it's it's, an un... uh, It's someone who doesn't have any fucking, like... Yeah. uh, Like, and that's why... That's where I don't, like his defensiveness there's no humbleness to that yeah you sound like you don't know what you're talking about when you're trying when you get defensive whereas when you're being measured and on script and what i believe is honest like i do believe he is being honest when he says that like look this was always going to be painful then you should just keep all of the other dumb shit out Mm -hmm. of your and y- I feel like assessment.
4: my major problem with what <laughs> he's saying and what the speech writers wrote for him, because a lot of these are practice responses, obviously, is that it's more on the defensive side than the apologetic side, which if there was yeah. ever a time when a president needs to start doing a little bit of apologizing, it's right now. Yeah. Being like, look, I voted, yeah, I for, this. I voted for this as much as anybody on, else, you know? Based on his
1: answers,
5: I don't think he has much
1: empathy.
4: Yeah and he should He really should have like. Well, Think
1: about how much different we would be talking about this We wouldn't even be talking about this on this feed uh, Had he come out And been like To the uh, families of the Americans That we lost To the uh, Innocent civilians that we lost And to their families And to group A B, C, D, E, F, G Like we're sorry That this didn't go better but it is time to go. We would and be honestly, having a completely different conversation. Honestly, that should
4: have been part of his uh, his State of the Union, yeah, being this, like, "Look, I I won the election, but I need to make this, some amends right now from some, for some things they yeah. did." This all just feels like uh,
1: we left. We don't care, right? Yeah. Very. It's a very American attitude about everything, but war. It's like the, it's <laughs> the same
4: tone Biden took when asked about why he <laughs> voted against. Uh, Equal rights amendments and stuff in the '60s. Why he was against desegregation on buses and stuff. And he took this tone. He took a very, uh, like, combative tone. Yeah. Of like, oh, I like you're like there are people that were worse than me. Like, yeah, but you were wrong. Still, that doesn't yeah. deflect the 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 criticism.
1: Yeah, it's the idea of like, uh, the, the the magas used to do that all the time when Trump would get called out on something. He, they would be like, yeah, well, Hillary did this. Okay just because O.J. Simpson killed somebody doesn't mean I want Charles Manson to eat dinner with me. Like, people have done things that doesn't make some, like, it doesn't, like, excuse, uh, a, like, a, a flaw. Of, somebody of, unrelated. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Anyway, I've got one more clip left, and uh, then we'll discuss um, this last clip a little bit, and then uh, we'll we'll deliver some verdicts.
3: All troops are supposed to be out by
0: August 31st.
3: Even if Americans and our Afghan allies are still trying to get
0: out, they're going to leave? We're going to do everything in our power to get all Americans out and our allies out. Does that mean troops will stay beyond August 31st if necessary? It depends on where we are and whether we can get, ramp these numbers up to five to 7,000 a day coming out. If that's the case, be, they'll all be out.
3: Because we've got like ten to 15,000 Americans in the country right now, right? And are you committed to making sure that the troops stay until every American who wants to be out yes. is out? Yes. How about our Afghan allies? Does the commitment hold for them
0: as well? The commitment holds to get everyone out that, in fact, we can get out and everyone should come out. And that's the objective. That's what we're doing now. That's the path we're on, and I think we'll get there. So Americans should understand that troops might have to be there beyond August thirty first. No, Americans should understand that we're going to try to get it done before August thirty first. But if we don't, the troops will stay. If we don't, we'll determine at the time who's left. And. And if there are American force, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out.
1: Jim, you caught uh, in that bite uh, that Stephanopoulos at, uh, said ten to fifteen thousand uh, troops. Um, no, or, I'm sorry, yeah. uh, Americans in in Afghanistan, um, and that. So uh, you had asked what date that was. That was August 18th that this interview uh, took place. So those numbers came from around that time. I don't like that as I a media like that, personality. I feel like those numbers are not correct. They're not. They're, so the reason he can get away with saying that is because he's talking about specific American civilians that are left at the date after they've started the withdrawal process. Okay, but he's not talking about translators. He's not talking about people that worked with us. He's not talking about our allies in the region. And that number comes to a, around to between one hundred seventy seven thousand and two hundred sixty thousand people god damn yeah um so th- so that aggravates me as a media person because my my thought is that like you you're, like, obviously you're, gr- like, grilling, poking him a little bit. Like, he's defensive through this whole thing. You're asking Which, him, like, I mean, did honestly,
4: you drop and, and the ball? I'm not like, blaming George Stephanopoulos. That's his job as a journalist, to ask tough questions.
1: Yeah, right. But then why stop with the last question of the interview? Right, or, yeah. And, and go with the low ball number? Because that is, like... That stru- that was the thing that struck me when I heard it was like what 10 to 15,000 like that is not the no- At that's all. not even close to that's way less than right uh, what we had heard. Um, so yeah, they uh, this uh, let's see from NATO. this was on uh, September 16th of this year. NATO released uh, the following. NATO allies are closely monitoring the situation in Afghanistan, where they had military forces deployed for almost two decades under a U.N. Security Council mandate. The current situation remains very difficult and unpredictable. As of August 2021, the focus is to ensure the safe departure of personnel from allied partner countries... Um, and at-risk NATO-affiliated Afghans. Around 2,000 Afghans working for NATO and their families were evacuated from Afghanistan in August. Many of them are in the process of being resettled in allied countries, including the United States. NATO is working with allies to provide housing care um, and support while arrangements are made for a follow-on movement to allied nations. In August, more than 120,000 people were evacuated in the Allied airlift from uh, Kabul airport as part of the coalition effort. Um, so so 120,000, um, what, that's what both NATO and uh, the United States, like the Biden administration says, is the number that we evacuated. Um, this is from NBC News on August 31st. On Tuesday, based on the initial figures then available from the Pentagon, NBC News reported that uh, 8,500 Afghan allies had been evacuated. It was not clear if all of those 8,500 were applicants for SIVs or other expedited visas designed for Afghans who worked with U.S. organizations. On Wednesday, the Pentagon released new figures. According to General Mark Milley, uh, about 20,000 Afghans have arrived at eight military bases in the U.S. A similar number, uh, similar number to the State Department's figures for Afghan allies evacuated to the U.S. Miley also said 40,000 more Afghan evacu- evacuees were at bases in the Middle East and in Europe. He did not provide a breakdown of how many of those Afghan evacuees had worked uh, with U.S. Tr- uh, I'm sorry, with U.S. troops or diplomats. Administration officials say that they are still going over the numbers. According to advocates, however, as many as 265,000 Afghans and their families may have had some form of eligibility to apply for a visa because of their work with U.S. governmental and non-governmental organizations during the past two decades. Right. And we always focus on
4: translators because I think that's the most important, but there are a lot of people who helped us or assisted us in the 20 years we were there. Right. Um that is true though like but then again like I, we talked about it earlier probably an hour ago it's not that some people don't want to apply but that they like there is a limit a to how many people like biden i think it ad- addressed this in one clip about like there is a limit to how many people we can offer visas to without like some kind of congressional or but again he could do a presidential order a executive order right um
1: which like now, it's too, now, yeah, it's, now it's, it's too late. Now it's too late. late. Yeah, you probably it, definitely should have. And we and and as far as his last uh, answer to George Stephanopoulos went, like we did not stay in the country after September 31st, uh, but we did continue to work with the Taliban to get the airport running and get more people out. So, right. um, and there hasn't been a ton. Like there hasn't been attacks and shit. Um, in that process of working with the Taliban now, th- there could be an argument to be made about how many people are being prevented from getting to the airport. And now. I've
4: certainly heard the Fox News argument that we're capitulating to terrorists. Right. But if it saves lives, but I, I don't know that I'm against it. That being said,
1: if the Taliban is willing to work with us until we're ready to be like— okay, we've gotten all the people that we can get out. Right, because honestly- Because it's in their it's, best interest, it, it right? Is. It's like,
4: for them, like, get the fuck out. We're taking over. We don't right. need you here. You're just going to be a dissident. If, so like, so go to the UK, go if, to the United if, States, whatever. If that's
1: the case, I'm not saying that we should by any means trust the Taliban. We've talked at length about how bad the Taliban is. But if they're at least willing to work with us to get uh, the allies and translators and people who worked with us out in large numbers, then- let's at least cross our fingers that that continues to happen until we get the majority yeah. of them out. And then, right. you know, like... But, I mean,
4: looking at this whole thing, like, backing up and looking at it <coughs> as a whole now, that there's an ending, there's a beginning, middle, and end, it was a clusterfuck the entire way through. We never seemed like we knew what we were doing We never or had what, a firm no. grasp on our mission statement or our <laughs> end
5: goal. Our, yeah, our mission statement, at, and up until the point that we killed Osama, was very unknown. And even like our mission statement, like from beginning to 2009. 11 was, is when we was, killed him. Was pretty but yeah. well, but, but yeah, to yeah. two thousand nine was pretty clear. And then we switched it to hearts and minds, right? And it's like what? <laughs> like we're we're here
4: to get all the big bad terrorists. That and is all true because like we're here Bur- to. Nation Bush had build. this theory that we're gonna we need to get a, uh, Bin Laden. We need to get Bin Laden. Obama came in, got Bin Laden, and was like, "Well, shit, I can't pull out." We're in way too much of a quagmire. I'm trying to get health care passed. Uh, no, we're actually at war with hearts and minds. Like, we're just going to change our goal. Well, like, but, Bush, like, he's just kicking of, the can down the road, Bush right? kind of soft-served
5: yeah. him that one because McChrystal was Bush's guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean,
4: yeah we it's in an, And, again, like, even Bush inherited a lot of the Middle East from his dad and Clinton. It's not a thing that, like, I hate that. Because like, every president, truthfully, can point behind them and be like, well, it's that guy's fault. And it's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's true. But like that although, doesn't solve anything. Although I would say that a lot of That's how you handle it, a a lot of the story of this trilogy of episodes, it like lies at the feet of George W. Bush, Dick Cheney, and, and Donald, Donald Rumsfeld. Rumsfeld. I was about to say, uh, if we're gonna rate people, those are the only three that I think I'm
4: comfortable rating like as full fraud like treasonous fraud I would say like, no. they they counter all like Trump is traitor. absolutely a treasonous
1: for negotiating with the Taliban yeah I, yeah. Would, I would say would you that, think Obama and, and uh, I would say that Obama's a fraud like I would put Obama in in the fraud category because like in regards yeah. to
5: Afghanistan, he's absolutely a fraud because he ended Iraq and was like, "Okay, that was shitty. I'm not going to end <laughs> Afghanistan, right? Because like, of I don't that. want to take yeah. the double hit." Yeah. Right, but so I think
1: that let's let's do this from the from the beginning from yeah, start, 2000. Start from the top because I right. gotta I gotta hit these buttons. Uh, so uh, George W. Bush, uh, w- where do you want to put him? Um, I would say fascist. I mean, he started the war, right? Him and call him an idiot
5: puppet.
4: <laughs> I mean, I don't lo- know. I guess it depends on how much you believe Cheney was the, the
1: real, the real Here's president. Here's the thing. I, I have trouble calling any of them fascists. I, any of them, uh, I don't believe... Of the first three? Of the first three. I believe that they were so and overly fucking patriotic, but real patriotic, not fake patriot, so tr- not Trump patriot. Right. But, but, like, I believe that they were so America's number one that they just thought... Like, I believe George Bush thought we would win this. Like, I, I oh, believe yeah. that he thought... we. I think Dick Cheney and Rumsfeld I didn't. Like, now, Bush also like Bush. believed he, he was the cowboy. Feel, like, well, so. Yes,
5: and... Within Bush's mindset, I thought I—I I feel like Bush thought he was always doing good, like yeah, Bush, yeah, Bush flat out loved America. Like any any time there was a West Point graduation or any other military academy academy graduation, he was there and he was chest bumping the graduates. Right, like, yeah, and I—I he, I he even, firmly believed in what he was doing. And we'll we'll get the now whether in a or minute. not
4: it had. Intentions that were not great, right? And and we'll get to Cheney, but I also I would I do buy the argument that Cheney thought that he was dealing with a threat that was so great that the the end justified the means. Here's the I difference. disagree I can, with him. I can yeah. buy
1: that if Cheney didn't. Have former ownership in Halliburton. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. yeah that's true. Um, so here's what I'm going to do. I think that instead of going full on treasonous, because I do believe that George Bush really, like, I would put him as a traitor. Yeah. He maybe sold, accidentally? He sold out the country without realizing necessarily with that. That yeah. that's what he was going to do. Accidental traitor. Yeah. He's a traitor. Thank you, John Boehner. Um, I would say that, uh, that Dick Cheney. Oh, man, Dick Cheney and Donald Rumsfeld, to me, are going to fall really close to each other. They grifted so hard. See, I would they, say
4: Cheney's they, a little more fault, and so is Rumsfeld. They got than Bush. the
1: military-industrial
5: yeah. complex rolling. Yeah, and that was the biggest grift on the American people.
4: I would say that, they're both treasonous for so that that let, reason.
5: Let, let's look, let's look back how far it was since the military-industrial <laughs> complex was actually in full swing, and we're going to say World War II. Yeah, and okay. World War II was justified.
4: Yeah the probably the last justified war like so, truly we've had so
5: then now the the military industrial complex got rolling for not
4: a justified reason
6: yeah.
4: yeah so that's why i think they're they're a little worse than
1: a traitor and we should call them treasonous right. because i think they're a yeah. little more culpable here i'm yeah. going to make two arguments uh one i'm going to make the argument that dick cheney is a treasonous um for those reasons uh because he stood to he profited immensely off selling out the country. I think he knew what he was doing. Um, I would say that uh, I guess you could put them both in this, but you kind of d- have to. they're d- kind of Donald Roosevelt being like a mili- uh, in charge of the military at the time, um, at the time of fucking waterboarding, at the time of Guantanamo Bay, at the time of lying to us about weapons of mass destruction, he lied. To get us into a war, yeah. Cheney lied to get us into a war. So I think that you could make I mean, the honestly, argument that that's fascist.
4: Yeah, I would, I'd be comfortable with that. If anybody is to truly blame, Cheney and Rumsfeld are the two at the top. Yeah, fascist. I feel bad, for, uh,
5: like going back to Bush. I feel bad for him, like because I, I genuinely think <laughs> that he thought he had good people around him. Yeah, and or are, are are capable people. He he was kind of coaxed into well,
4: and because his dad had told him these people you can trust. Like September you 11th, know?
5: you have to act on that. Yeah, you, you have to do something right. with Afghanistan yeah. and uh, the Taliban and uh, Osama bin Laden. And but I can't imagine George Bush figure out his name. But I mean, you, you the have last, to do something. The about last that. president
4: to be in charge while something this bad happened was uh, you know FDR. To imagine, like, you, you let us through, you let us to war, you're going to save America, and then to get to 2004 and realize, like, it was all a lie. Yeah. I bet he was crestfallen, but, like, fuck him also. I don't think he's, I think he's more dumb than evil, but I think Cheney and Rumsfeld definitely are the most evil of this group. We'll say fascist, then.
3: Wait, why do you say he's a fascist? He's
0: a fascist.
3: Do you, do you realize how, uh, do you realize how offensive that is?
0: I think he's a fascist. Why?
1: Why? Because he is. Okay. All right. So, okay. We've got a fascist. (laughs)
5: Expanding (laughs) upon the because he is.
1: It's because they ruined America for 20 years. They did. Uh, And delivered the eulogy of our generation. Yep. For 20 years, man. Yep. Um, All right. Obama? Fraud? Uh, Yeah. I almost almost want to call him a traitor just
4: because I do think he lied quite a bit to our faces. During his tenure, the the getting out of Iraq and staying in Afghanistan, the hypocrisy of the two faces. Like, I, I, I can see an argument for a harsher sentence than letting him off with the lightest. Because I do think there was more intent. I think, A, he was a better speaker than Bush, Trump, or Biden. Here's so he gets thing, away though. with being smoother.
1: I think that, that Obama, when he came into office, though, really, truly wanted us out of the Middle East. Like, he ran on that in '08. And I think that he really believed it. That's why he told us he was going to cl- close Guantanamo. Um, that's why. Like, yeah. I think that he – I think out of he all of his, the presidents – his he, bullet
5: points until Iraq went to shit.
4: Yeah. Right. And, and honestly, like considering you were in Afghanistan twice during his tenure, Jim, I'm kind of going li- <laughs> to like defer to you um, Even, with this rating. To be fair, my 2008,
5: 2009 deployment, a lot of the policy from Bush was still in place. Right.
1: Right. Also, the, the one of the arguments that I would make for fraud uh, over trader is that uh, drone strikes uh, substantially increased under Barack Obama. Um, that, oh, exponentially! That, that the the yeah. the the effort there, the reason you could that, argue
5: that the uptick was
4: primarily due to technology Techno- yeah it was like it because, wasn't it, because a, it's available if, if yeah. bush and cheney had had that technology they would have been but doing it, it
1: also was a way for barack obama to say look we're losing less american soldiers he, because he, he we're, not the stat, since, right? we're not right we're like suddenly like we're, we're just as involved but we're not having as many people die it looks a little better on this sh- the the however when you take into account that, the, that points at fraud yeah, and then when you take into the account the amount of casualties, innocent casualties, yeah, right. of, yeah. that, is, that, 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 is that actually yeah. is very fraud because it was just as bad. He was just sugarcoating it, sugarcoating
4: yeah. it in a way that made it okay. Yeah, I
5: agree. so uh, what what is the argument for treason
4: that he uh, for traitor? Well, like that he or that, for traitor, that, traitor, that he yeah. lied. If you if you take the idea that he lied about like wanting to close Guantanamo, he just said that to get elected, which. He I didn't close. He didn't close it. So, like, it depends on what you think his motivation is. My, I, yeah. huh? He did close Gitmo though. Yeah. No, no, it's still open. No, it's still day. open. He he said he wanted to close it a lot, and they never did. Okay, and then he told yeah. us that. Uh, he that's, that's something that I believe for years. <laughs> no, no, they did actually just let someone out because yeah. Biden, like, they they started the process of like finally releasing people, but there are still
1: people there that are that are held without. Although calls. I do believe Barack Obama wanted to close Guantanamo, didn't he tell us that like multiple times? Once, yeah. well, didn't yeah. he tell us that like the reason that he couldn't is because he didn't when he was saying that on the campaign trail, he did not know. It was, that, about, it was that argument of, like, look, I believed it, and then,
4: like, when you're the president, they bring you all this stuff, and they, and you realize yeah, you how, don't many know lies how many are people at stake. are actually in it. Right. Yeah. And I, and, and I what again, they did, I, what I The reason for. I would never run for office, I don't want that responsibility. I don't think that
1: that's an intentional lie in the same way that, uh, that like, Rumsfeld or Cheney no, yeah. Would, would, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'd say fraud is fraud the for, best, for, just tra- for covering it for up. For me,
5: traitor, you have to sell the American people out. Right, and yeah. I don't
4: think he did. I think Bush and Cheney and Rumsfeld are responsible for the selling of it. I think he perpetuated it.
1: Which I think is he, I think not at, as bad. Maybe. I think at the point where he got us out of Iraq, which was something that he wanted us, he wanted to do, and we wanted to some extent. He he took the easy route, and once you take the easy route, I don't think that you're necessarily being a traitor because you're not you're not doing it to gain. You're not, Like, I don't think that he was trying to sell us out. I just think he was trying to not make shit harder for himself at a certain point. Right. And that, be- that. that
2: becomes a, a fraudulent act. This yeah. guy who just pops off and undermines the Constitution. And this guy is a complete fraud. I
1: don't know if that's 100% accurate description of Obama, <laughs> but thank you, Mark Levin. Um, and so Trump, this one I can we- see an easier sell into traitor territory. And the fact
4: that he was, like, uh The deal negotiate. is on. The deal is off. Right. The deal is
1: on. The deal is off.
4: He's art of the dealing of the Taliban. Yeah. It, it's a bad look. You were negotiating with the enemy. You are a traitor. Now, like, I recall, does it go
1: to treasonous? He invited him
4: to fucking Camp, Camp David, David on 9-11. That – and – we know Trump's history with nine eleven.
1: On nine eleven,
4: he Which, claimed like, that well, he had I done should, the tallest building. So.
1: I should make a correction. That meeting was actually set for September eighth, not the eleventh. Everybody oh, has al- right. Everybody always says that. Like if you go listen to anybody talk about it, they always talk about. But it was like right before the anniversary, so I do think that like if we're gonna be factual, gonna be, yeah, yeah, then the, the only we way point that out the only way that you
5: can negotiate with the enemy and not walk away as a traitor is if you successfully broker a peace deal between current government and the enemy itself to where, like, it ends happily ever after. Well, and you don't
1: set up a deal to potentially screw your predecessor. Oh, absolutely. And actually, what's
4: weird is that this is probably the one time that I wouldn't say Trump was the worst. This is one of the few things he did where I'm like, what you did was bad, but you didn't instigate the badness. I you just responded I, to it. I
1: wouldn't take him all the way to fascist, but I would say that once you have made it a personal vendetta, once once the the peace deal is made and, and like, the date tre- that you land I'd on say is tre-
5: too I'd say treason because you're selling out the American people for right. like the spite of your predecessor. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 100%. That's a, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Like He threw us under the bus for the spite of who
1: was taking over. Yeah, because he's got a bigger dick. Yeah.
2: Somebody said treasonous. I mean, yeah. I guess why not? How, and how appropriate. fitting that <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did not even remember that. Wow. That's I what thought he you called were, him, yeah. He yeah. called himself a treasonous. Yeah. Um, okay. So that brings us. I hope he hears that. <laughs> <laughs> he will not. I know. Uh, I'm I, just saying. I hope Jason Miller listens <laughs> to the show. Um, we know Stephen Quell does. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to Joe Biden and the withdrawal from Afghanistan. This is I would almost say he's as bad
4: as bad as Obama. I would say he's a little worse because he's culpable for the horrible ending that it has. Now, any president would have been, but he just happened to be on the watch when it
1: happened. I tend to think that he is less bad than all of them. Really? Uh, yeah, because he, again... Yeah, I mean, he's only had it for... That's, he's only had mean, the, he's only that's had a good the argument, rains. right?
0: Like,
5: he's only had the reins for eight months.
1: Yeah, that's, he, that's probably the best argument. Is that he's yeah. also... He is also uh, – the the biggest complaint that I have with him is a lack of foresight. Uh, the July 16th press conference is really shitty. That's going to go down in history as a really shitty – like you set yourself up to have an egg on your face, and that's exactly what you accomplished. Um, he violated OPSEC. He's straight up a fraud. A fraud,
4: yeah? Um, okay. Yeah, i be comfortable with that. I, I'm, the same as Obama. I mean, they're they're very much in the because their policy has been more or less identical. I mean, yeah. I, internal I would, arguments. I
5: aside, mean, I would say that like y- everything y- that he promised about leaving Afghanistan didn't happen.
1: So
4: that is a snake oil salesman, right? Yeah. Like someone selling yeah. you a, a cure that's never going to work.
1: Yeah, it's the it's it's something that like Trump would do, would just say some shit that he knew wasn't going to happen, although... And like, then the excuses follow. Yeah. yeah. Fraud. No, but I do yeah. think that in Biden's case, and I'm going to click the button, but I do think that in Biden's case, the intention is better than what it would be in a, like the Trump case. In the Trump case, it would be a just to lie to you because I benefit from this. I do believe that that Biden... Uh, had good intentions and just completely fucking fumbled it and like if it comes out
5: years later that he actually talked to the taliban and did some sort of negotiation yeah i'd be willing to put him up there with trump
1: yeah sure absolutely but for now i think the fraud is the is the fair this guy who just pops off
2: and undermines the constitution and this guy is a complete fraud i'm
1: curious the one person
4: we didn't rank is the other the people who are responsible the american public who supported I mean, Bush had like, what, 85% approval rating in the days after 9 11? How
1: much do we all bear responsibility? We're kind of young, but. I don't think that it's fair to put us in. We bought the grift. Yeah. We so were, we're not a fraud, but we got taken in by a fraud. We were, right? s- we were stupid. Gullible. Gullible. Or, yeah. Emotional. Yeah. Uh, but Hurt. I don't. Yeah. yeah. But like I. D-
5: Afghanistan, Taliban, Al Qaeda. Yeah. Iraq, no. Yeah. Yeah. You Like.
1: But we bought the grift. Here, how about this one?
0: Downright un American.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There you go. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that that's fair. I think that we, we acted emotionally. We acted yeah. too quickly. We we had that bloodlust. We had that thirst for revenge. And that allowed us to support some stupid shit. Yeah, you know, we w- would have waited, you know, 10 days.
5: Could have just been like, yeah, special forces uh, raids and strikes are going to happen from now until we get them all. Yeah, and this—imagine how much different the world
1: would be. Holy shit! Yeah, the like economies wouldn't have crashed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah, we we all had... Ga- gas is still be a buck twenty-seven. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Do you remember that? Yeah, like, yeah. I, do. I remember when it hit a dollar. Like it, yeah. It's it's yeah. It was like. Two thousand one, yeah. All of a sudden, it was a dollar is like holy crap.
5: I've never seen it above eighty cents in my entire life. Yeah,
1: yeah. My whole life, it was in like the sixties through eighties. Yeah, like, back, back back when in, uh, 101 the river was still on the radio. <laughs> yeah, back in my young life. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, that brings us to the end of the uh, of our saga. Uh, I it felt like twenty years recording it. Um, it fuck, man. I'm excited for the next episode, though, because I know what it's going to be. I'm not going to say that in case I change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> we, we learned from the Bon Gino fiasco. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either way, he's excited. Way too boring to do a five-part yeah, series. I, I, I'm excited to just not be on this topic anymore. Like the, I'm glad that we did it. Uh, it. It refreshed my memory. It brought back a lot of shit. Uh, I, I think it's good to go through the timeline, especially with, the present, with it being such a big story in the present day. But I am very glad that we have now okay. come to the end of it, and we can put it to I bed. I mean, this is what rounding we're, we're, it on out. Eight, we're rounding eight or
4: nine hours yeah. just on this one topic. Yeah, this R-
1: Rounding it out,
5: uh, your verdicts aside, <sighs> I, I, hope, I hope my kid's generation doesn't have to deal with any of this. Yeah, that, that would be nice.
1: Yeah, it's I kind, just, of like
4: we, I the, kind of doubt. We've learned our lesson as a society, but I would hope
5: the latter end of Gen X, all of the millennials, and the beginning of Gen Y. Yeah, we've we've all had to deal with it. I don't want my son to have to go through any of this crap.
1: Yeah, which that's not to say look, I I. Whereas, Jim, you're very much an optimist in life. I am very much a pessimist in life. And I tend to uh, believe that if it's not this war, it'll be a war. Because I feel like we have we have entered an era of... Which started before what we have talked about. Like, it started before September 11th. It's, uh, we The Afghanistan shit was going on in the 70s. Like, the United States-Afghanistan relationship and whatnot. Um, I just feel like we're at we're we like to be at war. It's a flex like on a subconscious level. I think that that's what makes america America is that we like to flex our muscles to the world, and so for whatever reason we and I don't think they're all bad reasons i like I don't think that. Uh, that going into Kosovo and, and helping oppressed people or whatever is like, I don't Fair. think, I, I think that there are good reasons that you can go do things. I think that though, depending on how the, you are the, you are either the hero or the villain, depending on the full story and how right. the shit plays I think, out. And as the kids say, our motives <laughs> were sus.
6: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I, I. I like I said though. I. I hope you're right. I hope that I don't want my kids to be dealing with this shit. I want to be asked about this by my kids when they're adults, as if it was. If, as if it's something that is now a long time ago, um, like an anomaly. The, like we don't do that anymore. I, here's, that the, here's the thing. I don't want that day in September two thousand one to define my entire life. And that's what it has done so far. I was yeah. in eighth grade, so however old, thirteen or whatever. Right. Since I was thirteen year old, that one, those those planes hitting that those buildings, literally set the course of the rest of my timeline up into this point. And all I don't of ours, want, honestly, yeah. right? I don't want that to be the case when my kids are in their thirties talking to me about it. Right. Um, so I, well, hope, I, ho- I hope the wound is healed now that we've ripped the Band-Aid off. <laughs> yeah, and we accept responsibility for doing that because <laughs> that's what you do. Uh, so that will bring us to the end of another episode. We will be back, but before we go, Jim, can you please tell the listeners how they can uh, find us? Yes, I can. We have a Facebook page
5: and we can be found on Twitter at RealUnAmerican and also our personal accounts at UnAmericanB at Heart and at American Actual J.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Jim. And, Franklin, can you please tell the listeners how they can support the show?
4: Oh, you can follow us, like, subscribe, share, and review. Episodes are available weekly. (laughs) And, of course, uh, if you want some extra bonus content, it is available over at patreon.com forward slash unamerican, so go check that out. And, as always, we appreciate any and all support.
1: Yes, we do very much. Thank you both, and thank you to our listeners. We will return next week, but before we go, our dishonorable mentions this week are John Rutherford of Florida, Steve Scalise of Louisiana, David Schweikart of Arizona, Pete Sessions of Texas, Jason Smith of Missouri, Adrian Smith of Nebraska, lloyd smucker of pennsylvania elise Stefniak of new york greg i think it's uh of florida and chris stewart of utah and of course your responsibility as our listeners if you live in their states is to vote against these a-holes and put them in a future unemployment line thanks
4: UnAmerican is a Feverheart production. It is hosted by Brandon Condick, Franklin Everhart, and Jim Hillman. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. Contact us at unamericanpod at yahoo.com. And be sure to support us on Patreon for exclusive bonus content. got a little more gangster there because you didn't mess up like last time you're (laughs) like
6: yeah